0: On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Matt and Nick will be talking some Star Wars Rebels again to highlight how some of the final season's events may shape what is to come in the future live-action Star Wars shows. After they're done spewing emotionally charged quips about Rebels, the dudes will dive into two gaming stories that popped up since the last time they held Star Wars Mass, including an update on the rumored KOTOR project. After the game talk, they'll move into recaps of the latest Star Wars and High Republic comics before rolling their eyes over the idea of crossing the MCU over with Star Wars. To wrap, they'll honor fans with questions of the week responses that deal with animated characters they want to see in live action form. And this week's edition of the Top 5 Star Wars Fan Artist Features of the Week. Punch it, Chewie. now everybody rebel jawa first one in the chat we speak your name that is right my friends we are back for a new episode of the star wars time show and no you are not living in a time loop we are starting with some star wars rebels talk again yes a show that ended nearly three years ago has been on our radar recently mostly because of yours truly right here the star wars guy the star wars dad trying to you know relate some of the star wars awesomeness to my now almost five-year-old little girl um you know last week if you tuned in i think some people are like what the fuck i mean we're talking about rebels they're still talking about rebels 40 minutes an hour down the road well you know what get your own star wars podcast and you can talk about whatever you want right right nick
1: right (laughs) yeah i mean it's easy to do podcasts are easy everybody just go make one nick's just like sweet i get to sit here and yeah not no s- i'm just
0: looking at my phone i get to not say anything for the next 30 minutes or so while this idiot cries about watching star wars with his little girl again so <laughs> yeah uh, but no in all seriousness it's not going to be as long and drawn out as last week and i, I do think we had a good conversation on rebels kind of highlighting uh, just the, the the gem that it is within the star wars universe uh, and after completing uh, the, the, my second run this week, season four is is in the bank. Uh, the little and I put it to bed yesterday. Watched the final three episodes. Uh, yes, the the Kane and Death Jedi Knight spelled with an N still <laughs> has the feels. But I, I'm not really going to get into that. That was kind of last week. What I want to do this week, Nick, as we talked about before uh, coming online here, is I want to highlight some of the things that were said. Left unsaid, uh, some of the moments that, that kind of took place over the, the final three episodes of, of Rebels' final season, and how I think it, it kind of possibly already shaped what Dave and John are doing with the live-action shows, or could uh, provide some hints as to what the various shows like Ahsoka, Rangers, and of course our boy Den show The Mandalorian, um, may feature down the road, because at this point in time... And we've said it a thousand times, Nick, there was so much left open at the end of Rebels with the character of Ezra and Thrawn Mm -hmm. and the way that shit goes down and how Ezra essentially directly ties Sabine into things. And then uh, the Ahsoka save and her subsequent going back to her timeline and then coming to find Sabine at the end of the war with the Empire. Uh, It's very important shit in, in Star Wars In the Star Wars universe, Uh, it's stuff that needs resolved. And uh, seeing it for a second time, and and we said this before, how we even... Right, Nick, we called our sources and verified (laughs) that we're going to get live-action Sabine and live-action Ezra in the Ahsoka series, which is going to kind of pick up, I believe, their search uh, for young Bridger. Uh, But anyways, again... So I finished the final three episodes, which is 13, 14, 15. s four thirteen. That is the World Between Worlds episode. And, and that one really, my friends, I think has a lot of uh, maybe visuals that could uh, tip us off to, you know, as Nick and I said, that what's going to happen in Ahsoka. I mean, they've made it very clear that the Ahsoka series <laughs> is in some form or fashion going to include the World Between Worlds. I mean, her freaking logo is that world it, it, it yep. is it's the aesthetic it, you know just seeing it again all the art that was painted on the, on those cave walls and when Ezra and Ahsoka were in the world between worlds I mean it's 100% that show is going to touch on that concept so uh, you got to watch that episode but Nick some of the things that kind of stood out uh obviously you get a, a recap and maybe even a better or, or kind of the the Cliff's notes explanation of the protectors of Mortis, which are the you know, the father, the son, and the daughter. All right. So son represents the dark, daughter represents the light. Remember, she more or less sacrificed herself to save Ahsoka back in the Clone Wars. And then you had the father who brought balance between his two. Kind of warring kids. Well, obviously, yep. only one kid was an asshole, right? The dark
1: the, the,
0: <laughs> the dark side guy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they're kind of the gatekeepers to the world between worlds, and, and they figure some of that shit out. Or, or Ezra through Sabine, who, again, those two, not only could it be a, a sexual connection, at least in Ezra's eyes, I believe, he's always wanted to, you know, maybe get a little Han Solo and Princess Leia-like with Sabine. Uh but the, you know, she she becomes very intertwined with Ezra. Uh they both do, really towards the end of season three and season four. Him helping her out in Mandalore, and then obviously those two uh, what they experience at the cave and so on and so forth. But I think one of the biggest keys here that Ezra is gonna be a big part of the Ahsoka series comes after he pulls Ahsoka from season two timeline. Back into season four in the world between worlds, Nick, and what she says to him, uh, they're talking about Morai, who is there again, Morai kind of tips off Ezra like this is why you're here. This is the portal you need to go through. This is why Doom the Wolf, who is essentially Kanan in animal spirit form, told you to come here. They need you to do this. The Force wants you to do this. Morai, again, rep- we always know Morai represents Ahsoka because of what happened with the daughter and all that fun stuff. But once he pulls her out, she explains to Ezra, she goes, Ezra, this is Morai. She saved my life. I owe my life to her, just like I now owe my life to you, Ezra. I think that's huge. Yeah. And I think it plays into, obviously, the end where we see Ahsoka all, you know, essentially Gandalf the it out. I believe, and maybe we'll see this in the live-action Ahsoka, the moment he dumped her back into the Season 2 timeline, she essentially started to prepare for what was to come with, you know, I mean, she knew about Kanan's choice, but I think she also knew that Ezra, too, was going to have to make a very similar choice to Canaan, and that he was going to have to sacrifice himself, maybe yeah. not in final death, but he had to sacrifice himself at a specific time to save his friends and the galaxy, okay? So I think her her essentially pledging a life debt to Ezra is huge. Uh, right? I mean, Nick, that that just that has to mean we're going to see some resolution with the character of Ezra, in live-action form, in the Ahsoka series.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think even without that, that was going to happen. There's, well, yeah, there's I mean, no for geniuses like us, I, characters I, I break, this, I break
0: this down for the, you know, the Star Wars fans that aren't as astute as you and I, yeah. at, at predictions, at speculations, and of course, that source you have that told us... <laughs> That we're going to get live action
1: Ezra in in uh, the Ahsoka series and probably live action Sabine. Yeah, we don't- it's, it's almost it's a it's a guarantee. Like it's not almost a guarantee. It's a it's a guarantee. I think what what could even be cooler is, you know, does Ahsoka go back and do something to try to help Kanan? Like can she stop that death from happening as well, knowing that it happens? Well,
0: I can answer that because she specifically cuts that notion off in the world between worlds because you know Ezra he's still a young kid he he's he just saw what he could do with Ahsoka so what do you think he's immediately thinking like I gotta go save my boy exactly I just lost my master in one of the most horrific yet heroic ways it was a shock to all of us we weren't ready for it even though if you watch the episode you can see that Kanan is preparing himself for death uh, it, to me, is very similar to probably what Obi-Wan was going through when he ran into Luke and knew he was going to end up on the Death Star. He knew what he was going to do, just like Kanan knew he probably wasn't coming out of that mission to save his lady love. Yep. And yes, it's still highly emotional not as not as bad as the first time you watch it because you know it's coming but I was sitting there I was getting a little uh, you know a little lip quivery like (laughs) oh it's coming but because of my little kid and how she ashamed me (laughs) I literally am now scared uh, to to cry or show any Star Wars emotion in front of her so like a good man a manly man I choked it all back this time all right I did, not, I did not let any of the tears flow, but my God, still a beautiful Star Wars moment. Some other things in the, in the uh, World Between Worlds episode. Uh, you get a, and like I said, uh, to Nick's point, this is foreshadowing, but also to answer Nick's question, well, maybe Ahsoka tries to save Kanan. She explains to Ezra, as they're looking through a portal, like, listen, listen, kid, I know what you want to do, but if you save Kanan at this exact moment, you all die, so you yeah. no longer exist. So it's made pretty clear, at least in that sense, that Kanan 100% died at the perfect time, did it at the the, the most perfect way,
1: and it cannot be changed. You think we still get Freddie Prince Jr. in ghost form
0: yeah I, I i mean i'm not saying kanan's gone all, all together because they also make it clear in the final few episodes that kanan while he might not have become one with the force and and became a force ghost because obviously he didn't know the the training or the trick but they make it 100 percent clear that kanan becomes one with the with the loath wolf yeah. He he is doom the wolf essentially i mean e- even at the end of episode 14 where uh, you know, uh, Ezra has kind of come to terms with it all, and he lets Hare know, like, yeah, hey, uh, the the temple is now sunk. Canaan, he is gone for good now. Uh, but he sees the wolf in the distance. and says, "See you, Canaan." Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I I think Canaan too can still come back. Maybe not in full on force ghost, but obviously, uh, we'd love to hear Freddie's voice in in any of these live action series. But at the same point, Nick, it, it, it I guess I never saw this before because clearly I didn't know it was coming, but. Having Ezra watch what Kanan did 100% prepared him for the decision that he had to make in the finale, which, and if you look at it visually, he he does the same thing, except instead of an exploding fuel station, he's using the force to combat stormtroopers and Thrawn to make sure the Pergills can keep Thrawn kind of, uh, wrapped up so he can remove the entire Empire fleet from the skies of Lothal. Uh, you know, he's doing the same thing. Like I said, he, he's not fighting fire, but he's fighting other forces and yeah. essentially sacrificing himself. Um, another interesting thing, World Between Worlds, and, and I assume we, we we may see this in Ahsoka, was was Palpatine's desire to use it and the fact that he could not walk through it himself without ezra's help but dude i i forgot about this he was shooting like blue sith flame that in turn turned into like a fucking get over here grappling hook on ezra so an odd sith hmm. ability that that i kind of forgot all about um And you know how I've been sitting here bitching about, oh why do we even why did Ahsoka need save? We saw her walk away at the end of that episode. Well, I'm an idiot. And in time travel, what we saw was essentially Ezra and Ahsoka closing that loop.
1: So 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 you so you saw that happen
0: then? Right. So what we just didn't know what it was. Exactly. What we see at the end of season two when Ahsoka's kind of hobbling, walking down that pathway. She's hobbling because of what her and Ezra just had to survive in the world between worlds and her running away from Palpatine's fire and Ezra running away from Palpatine's fire. And she jumps back into her timeline and, you know, she's a little banged up. You know, she got tagged, I think, by the fire bit. So, yes, um, I'm an idiot. It all makes sense now. It is a it is is a valid use of time travel. So, I apologize to the time gods um what else we have here i think hondo and i'm gonna bring him up because uh, our fan question a week we got a, a bunch of mentions but hondo says something in episode 14 that, that really i think finally you know in my in my mind finalizes him as a more good guy than bad guy uh hondo is a unique character he, he is sort of he's, he did start start pretty bad in the clone wars He did some shady shit in in Rebels, and then, you know, I think he was in some of the Lego stuff. Yeah. Uh, But he, he was never just a true bad, bad, or a true good, good. But in episode 14, while people are going out trying to gather forces for Ezra, who is essentially the de facto leader at this point, Hondo says something like this. Basically, I will do anything for that kid. (laughs) <laughs> and I found that to be a a refreshing and, and sort of surprising line from a character like Hondo. Uh, but I think that's why we
1: love him so much, right? Like he, he is very unique. Yeah. I mean, Hondo is one of those characters that just kind of, he always plays in the middle ground and he's a pirate and everything like that. And it's not like he, he ever wants to do anything I don't think he aims to do anything bad. Like, he, he's not out there saying that he's going to, you know, go steal from the rebels and, and, and you know, yeah, benefit he d- himself. He just wants to he, get his. Like He, he just, he, yeah. He just wants he, to get he's, paid. He's literally, like he is, he's like the definition of a pirate. Pirate's not necessarily a bad person unless you are the government or the, you know, the big whatever, the the country that they're stealing from. They're just doing their own thing. Like, he's he's never been... He's never been like a marauder. He's never been somebody right. like, um, you know, like Cad Bane, who 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 was kind of more of a bad character than a good character, even yeah, though, totally, you know, bounty hunters kind of play in that gray area too. sometimes more often than not. They are. Well,
0: I mean, look at our guy. Bad. I mean, our guy didn't kind of started as a scumbag. I mean, he went as yeah. far as leaving Grogu with the client until he was like, all right, I'm, I'm not a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's why Disney chose to make Hondo one of the faces of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, true. He is is just a fun character. He really is. And and he was also in Resistance, too, I believe. Like, he was, you know, was he? I think he was. I think he was in Resistance. I I, I just, I I know the dude's been
0: throughout the generations, and like you said, the fact that he's a face at uh, Galaxy's Edge means he is, he's... He's made it through the sequel trilogy, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but no, he really is just a fun character. And I, I guess mm-hmm. I forgot overall how much of a role he played in, in really shaping Ezra throughout Rebels. Because, I mean, they linked up, I believe, all the way back in season one. And they had at least an episode or two together in most of the seasons.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, just season just kind of Henry wrapping City. this
0: Rebels thing up and its importance on really the, the the final few episodes of Rebels. And its its future impact... On these upcoming live actions and and fingers crossed hopefully some sort of quasi rebel sequel down the road Uh, but i think things of note that are interesting sabine ends up with ezra's lightsaber all right i think that's something to keep in our back pockets Uh, he gave it the chopper first and this was a moment i forgot and i thought it was awesome It, it almost made me cry a little bit but they're all planning. They know they're fucked. Thrawn just out-strategized them, as usual. He's got Lothal completely under siege with three Star Destroyers, the Chimera being his, and they're fucked. And they're trying to figure out a plan that does not entail giving up Ezra, which is what Thrawn wants. So as Harry, you know, being the mom, of the general, she's sitting there planning, Rex is planning, they're all planning, but you can see in the background... That Ezra knows deep down, he's like, "This is it. This is my moment. This is what Kanan prepared me for." In Ahsoka, he looks to, he looks to Chopper and Sabine, and both of them kind of give him the nod, like, "We got you," and they provide a, you know a, a distraction so he can he can slip away. But I, I just keep everyone keep that in the back of their mind. Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber. I I don't think that was by coincidence. Uh, And I think it's something we could see pop up in Ahsoka. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other interesting thing that I forgot about is that Ezra, just like Luke, but after many ass kickings that Luke had to take and learn his lesson, Ezra, without such ass kickings, refused a, a very, very, very tasty offer from Palpatine. Um, just like Palpatine was, you know, kind of dangling the thing over Luke, like, you know, join me, we'll be powerful, we'll kick some ass. He, uh, Palpatine to Ezra was offering Ezra a chance to return to a time where his parents were alive. And obviously he was showing him the visions and Ezra was feeling it. But just at the last moment, just, you know, you, you might just as Luke was sitting there like, ha! Aha! channeling that dark side trying to murder his father you could see in ezra just like in luke something clicked and he's like you know what fuck you i got everything i need i got my family now blah and just like fucking force explodes the remaining uh temple that uh, thrawn had in the chimera uh, so I, I thought that was an interesting mirror of kind of how luke Went with Palpatine and obviously Ezra. And now that I know, now that uh, Connor reminded me that that Ezra truly is
1: basically the same age as the twins, I I think that that was impactful. Yeah. I mean, basically every Star Wars hero has to go through something with Palpatine. I I just thought it was... Anakin, Ezra, Ray, Luke. You know, it was... (laughs) um,
0: And and Nick, maybe you can answer this because you're more of a Thrawn historian than I am. But when Thron brings Ezra to Palpatine, Palpatine is projecting himself as a regal looking, like he looked like you know Chancellor Palpatine before he yeah. he smoked his own face and turned into prune man. Did he present himself always to Thron that way, and not as as Darth Sidious, or was that just for he was trying to that do was, something to
1: Ezra? That was purely for Ezra. Okay. All right. I mean, in in all of the interactions that you hear. Or that you read in the books. Which, I mean, like, you only get a few direct interactions between Thrawn and and Palpatine. But he is, like, in his robes, right. you know, and, how and you is, would see him in the original Is Thrawn trilogy.
0: fairly subservient
1: to Palpatine? Like, My Emperor and Yes, My Emperor? No. Or- no. Okay. He, he was never like that. I mean, he may have used official titles and stuff like that. But he always looked at his his business his position in the empire is purely like um like it was an earned position he didn't feel like he was given anything that he didn't deserve from palpatine and it was a it was a position of mutual benefit like he 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 would even say sometimes like if if there was ever a non-mutual benefit to me then this was something that he was willing to just kind of step away from all right and that's why i kind of go ahead sorry well, that's why some people think that like since Palpatine is dead and since the Empire is no more in the in the Mandalorian timeline and in thus in the Ahsoka timeline, that that Thrawn really doesn't have a reason to to be loyal to the Empire anymore. In fact, more likely than not, if you kind of read you know, read the books and then the tea leaves and stuff like that, like he would probably just go back to the ascendancies, be like, All right, well, this shit's over. I'm going back, but it seems like they're trying to, to make him yeah. make that connection to the empire stronger than it read to be in the books. Uh, we'll yeah. Cause uh,
0: like what Nick's talking about, so he's talking about S2E5 of the Mandalorian, the Ahsoka episode at the very, well, throughout the episode, we learned that, uh, what was her name? Morgan? what's her name? Morgan 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 Elsbeth. Yeah. Morgan Elsbeth is essentially an agent of Thrawn and, and, and has been for decades And what she's good at is going the planets and harvesting them for the Navy. Yeah. Uh, So Nick is right. They, They did make it seem like Thrawn, he's been back, probably back for a while, and using his agent to call planets of resources to build up whatever, you know, fleet he's been getting into. Now, is he still with the Empire? Is he just Thrawn and he has those who are loyal to him now and in his faction, just like there's the Gideon faction and some of the other factions we've, we've seen in comics
1: or video games. Who knows? I kind of hope that they don't make it the empire connection because it would be more interesting to me if he has now kind of forsaken that and just be like, fuck that. Like, you know, the Chiss are my home, you know, they're my people. They are, you know, the ascendancy is my, is my home. So, I, you know, I can use the resources at hand now for my own benefit, not for the benefit of a, a scrapped empire that was defeated by yeah, rebels. Yeah.
0: yeah. The reason uh, I, I asked all cool this to,
1: to begin with is I, I feel like in rebels
0: I, and and I could be making this up. This could be my subconscious playing tricks on me, but I, I swear he,
1: he was like, oh, my emperor. It, it was, mm-hmm. it, and it that's was why I asked
0: because I was like, this seems somewhat not Thrawn to me
1: yeah it, i don't know if he was like putting on a show or something like that in front of ezra to try to sell his right right, right. you know sell the emperor's whatever his godliness or, or whatever you would call it but he was he wasn't like a subservient like bow down yeah, he wasn't like, like he wasn't like a Darth vader person. right he wasn't like, yeah, Darth no, vader. like really? yes
0: sir yes sir whatever you want master you can almost fucking kill me multiple times and i'll still suck your dick
1: yeah, no. okay. like to my recollection, he, w- he was never like that. It was more of a mutual benefit type of relationship. In fact, most people looked at the relationship between Thrawn and, and Palpatine as like, oh, well, this is why, you know, th- that's why Thrawn has his position because Palpatine likes him. Right. So it almost was the inverse where like they just thought that Palpatine liked Thrawn for some reason. And that's why he was getting all his promotions um, I'd say he got all his promotions because he's a fucking master yeah, strategist he's a genius. and, and <laughs> so knows how exactly to fight right.
0: and everything. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the intern is a huge Thrawn guy. He's been chiming up here in the live chat and he he's with you. He's saying it would make zero sense, in
1: all caps, if Thrawn continued to be the bad guy for the Empire. Yeah, it, uh, it really just doesn't fit. Like he, you, you would have to kind of see how it played out in the novels and stuff, but he was not... It's not like he was joining the empire, or, or or was offered a position in the empire, and he was like, "Thank God, you right. saved my life!" Like he was, it was literally like a part of his his yeah, yeah. mission for the Chiss yeah, yeah. expansionary. Yeah, Chiss I, I mean,
0: I would think just based on Ahsoka's tone in Mandalorian that even if he's not with the empire, he's still doing some bad shit, <laughs> because I, I mean, clearly she she took on an entire town to get to the mayor of said town, to get that information, and yeah. at the end of the duel, it wasn't like, oh, hey, man, that Thrawn guy, how's he doing? She's like, "Where's are You know, like, I want to fucking what, cut his head what's off. That's
1: interesting to me, because I wonder if she has information that he's still working for the Empire, or if it's just the fact that, like, he's back, which means Ezra's back, which means I have to get to him to get to Ezra. Right. Because... More likely than not, if he's back and he is just doing his chist thing and using Elsbeth as kind of like a funnel for resources to the chist, he would be like, "I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not trying to fuck with you, Ahsoka. Like, I don't care what you right. do. I don't care what it, your I, I'm with upstart you. just, rebellion does."
0: Based on what know? we were given, yeah. they are, they are painting it as he's potentially still Empire based, still
1: using Morgan and other people like that to you know build
0: yeah. war machines. But but who knows? I think
1: when that if that if that showdown eventually comes, it's going to be like, Thrawn's going to be like, he's not going to try to fight her. It's going to be like, I don't like, I'm not interested in your politics anymore. Like now that the empire has fallen, I've gone back to my people. And that's the other thing, Nick, I don't know if, if you already knew this or you you forgot like I did, but,
0: but going through rebels, Ahsoka has no interactions with Thrawn. She's essentially taken off the map at the end of season two. She's gone for all season three, Mm-hmm. almost all of season four has about five to 10 minutes and she's right back to the season two timeline so i, I do think her her drive to find thron is related to the ezra stuff
1: yeah i agree i don't think it's anything i don't think she's hunting him because he's part of the remnant or he's somebody like exactly like gideon Right. like she, it is purely based off of like if you're back he's got to be back and you, you can tell me where he yeah, is. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. And
0: this will just kind of wrap because some of the, the the final points I got from the, the last episode here, the finale. Uh, the Purgle attack, I forgot how impressive it was. I mean, literally, they they call in all these space whales and just fucking ramrod an entire <laughs> Imperial blockade. Uh, and then they come down into the atmosphere, ramrod Throns thing, wrap it up, and they pull it out. Uh, I, I did verify the windows were, 100% were fucking broken. Yeah. Thrawn, so they would, so they would be toast. Yeah, Thrawn is completely like tentacled up, getting anaconded you know, like basically <laughs> s- s- squoosed to death if that works. <laughs> uh, and Ezra was using his force to keep. Thrawn engage with the purgil and keep any stormtroopers from shooting him again because he did take a shot in the back from
1: Thrawn in the yeah, shoulder so these motherfuckers are these they would be dead if it wasn't for ahsoka's world between worlds well
0: i think and here we, we again it's science fiction it's cartoon <laughs> i think we're gonna have to suspend uh, our beliefs if on this can. here because i believe ezra's moment is the same as kanan so if ahsoka comes back and takes ezra out then Thrawn remains on Lothal. Uh, the rebellion doesn't have that early win that, that, that jumpstarts the other rebel cells to really start bringing the pain to the empire. So, I, I it, and I'm with you, I kind of thought the same way. Ahsoka, the logo, World Between Worlds, that's how she's going to save Ezra. I'm starting to think that maybe they can't use it for that. Yeah. Uh, because but of then what then they set Thrawn's up with Kane.
1: So how would you bring one back without the other then? So like Thron, so like Ezra can still die, but Thron can be I'm alive. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm I with you.
0: If Thron's yeah. back, Ezra's back. There's no doubt in my mind. I, yeah. I just think us trying to use real life physics, and and we are correct. <laughs> you would think they're dead, but we're also talking about whales that invented hyperspace or knew about hyperspace before humans. So who knows what sort of trickery and physics they do when they have a, a star destroyer essentially shoved up their assholes and then, <laughs> and then they hit a hyperspace lane. True. Uh, or, or maybe they don't even fully hyperspace. Maybe they're more like, uh, sorry to bring up star Trek, but in discovery, they like blink. they, they literally just like teleport, like they spin yeah. and they're at a whole other part of the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it was something like that where air doesn't even matter. They're just whoop, see ya. Yeah, could could um, be something like that. And, and the and the, the final thing here is Ezra makes it clear to Sabine, I am counting on you. And she even sits there during the uh, the epilogue, Nick, and she's talking about. She's like, you know, I thought when he first said that that he was counting on me, it was to you know the, to win the win the war save for all this stuff. But she's like, now that I've been thinking about the wars won, I think he was counting on me to find him. And that's where you get the end, where she finishes the painting. She's all grown up. She's got her hair shaved. And, you know, Ahsoka the White shows up. And you know, without them speaking words, what exactly they're about to do. Yeah, They're setting off. And, and really, I mean, that's where the Ahsoka show could...
1: The Ahsoka show could they, could, they could literally pick up right
0: there. Exactly, they could go from from a an animated cell and wipe it, and bam, the live action. They just take off in that ship, and here we go. They're not going to do that, but I really do think the Ahsoka is going to predominantly fill in those gaps between those two and their mission to find Ezra Bridger. Yeah, I agree. All right, and don't forget about Jason Syndulla. That's the last little the last out. little bit. Don't forget about Jason Sandula. He he was not just shown for fun. Uh, I think it was one six or somebody last week was speculating that you know if there is a a traditional Rebel sequel or like a a side piece, uh, Jason Hera, Zeb Callus would all be fantastic characters for that. Yeah. All right. So there's my Rebels rewatch. I highly recommend doing it for anyone that has taken you know hasn't watched it since its end in what was that 2018 or something. Uh, especially if you have a little star wars uh, fan in your house it, it was well worth it it became a nice little bonding moment of, hey dad can we watch this you know anytime you get that from a little lady it, i don't know it made me feel like not such a scumbag <laughs> <laughs> even though you know sometimes on this cast, you've heard me and how i react to her when she forgets shit or this that and the other thing uh, i did like that clip that speaking of clips make sure to check us out on tiktok we got big amish there running it Uh, He's going to try to get a clip of the week uh, up there at least once a week from the show. But he he did pull a good one where I was explaining how I yelled at Charlie one night when she forgot why Darth Maul would be looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm working (laughs) on that stuff as a human, as many other mental disorders that I have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The rebels all the way yell at the kid about star Wars. That's the, that's the only one I try. Hey
0: dude, even this morning, like I, this is why I know I'm a, I've already failed as a father at only, you know, almost five years old. She comes in this morning, like laughing. It's not like she's all sad. She's like, man, you really yell at mommy and me a lot. That's like, Oh fuck. Oh Oh, no. I truly am just a mean guy. It's like, yeah, there are some times where I go off the rails. Those of you that know me in real life or have just known me through this show you see there's some instability in the brain chemistry Uh, so there are times where i definitely fuck up but there are times in a relationship where sometimes you know maybe i i I, raising my voice is warranted at my lovely wife but in my kids eyes it doesn't matter i'm i'm just a fucking mean yelling guy (laughs) like all she hears (laughs) like yeah go me go me Oh, no. Okay. All right, dude. So let's get into it. Thanks, everyone, for kind of letting me get through that Rebel stuff. I I really... It's a fucking great show. I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I just was one too many vapes or whatever when i watched it the first time or watching it with my little girl kind of added some uh, sentimentality to this viewing i think that's that that was the that was the key ingredient but it's just it's like it's ot set they use a lot of the yeah. williams music it it, it really it, it
1: really tugs on an ot fan's heartstrings if you will yeah So, in in terms of real news, we don't have a ton this week, and we only we have a maximum of about two hours and twenty five minutes left in this cast. So, yeah, got some real life shit to deal with. So, yeah, so we're gonna try to just get through stuff quickly and 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 finish this bitch out because really, in terms of Star Wars news this week and so far this year, there hasn't been a ton. So, we'll kick it off with uh, with a piece of collecting news, Matt dug up and had you know caused a bit of a uh not a stir but some excitement perhaps in the in the collecting community is that right matt
0: well i i mean i think it plays into the 2 prong discussion we had on the idea of of a new tour game our, our yeah. big our big discussion the first time we talked about this rumor or leak at this point i mean th- this is happening my friends nick's sources told us yeah uh, but, but we were like listen it's either a, a brand new take on the game set in the era or they're gonna pretty it up and yeah, it and- looks like at this point it's gonna be a a a pretty up job right
1: yeah uh, and it's it's basically you know from the developer it's it's asper or aspire media is the person or not the person the developer who's making the game and all they do are remakes they do remakes and they do mobile games so it's Which, 100% honestly, a remaster i mean if i was a
0: developer i i'd be like okay I, i'd wear that Easy. badge of honor i mean you, you know you're always gonna have work right
1: yeah yeah i mean especially <laughs> with something like this where you literally don't have to do any you don't have to write anything you don't have yeah. to fucking you just do all the technical any shit yeah you just take whatever's there already you remake the models you redo the animations and then you shit it out into the world, and honestly, like this makes me less excited for it. I know that there are a ton of people who are like, "Oh man, this is all I wanted was was KotOR pretty again." It's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I'll probably play it too, but I've played KotOR enough. Yeah, I like, you just you know. Then fin- you just finish an uh, like an iPad run or a PC run. i a PC, yeah. I I I I finished a PC run of the game. I'm like, awesome. I played it again. I beat it again. I love this game. It's great. And it's, I'm sure it's gonna look great in in the uh, the whatever engine that they're gonna use for it, but I just don't like. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. We get to play the same game again for the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time or whatever. I was just hoping for some more content, and this it's the exact opposite that we're getting. We're getting no new content, and we're just getting pretty pictures. So, and, and I hope because uh, I I remember last time I was like, you know what,
0: if it is just a, a reskin fine i'll take it it would be nice to see this in you know a 21st century or i guess the other one was 21st century yeah. uh, but you know to modern 21 yeah, yeah modern engine visuals and and mechanics loading times all that type yeah. of shit
1: and, and look if they if they update the if they update the combat engine no, if they, they best not the- they best not touch
0: that <laughs> i love that it's like plodding slow (laughs) combat where you're like yeah whack whack and then no then i want to zip and then i want (laughs) to it's like go
1: yeah like if they were to do something to it i think it would get me more excited but like if they if they put this game out aspire media presents the remaster of kotor and it's a 69.99 game i might not even buy it no yeah 69.99 no way yeah like there's no way you're gonna get me to pay full price for a game that i played 20 years ago that i mean, Nick, recently have, have finished you, over a
0: year ago have you seen a a a sixty nine ninety nine warranted game on the new consoles yet no
1: no i haven't no. even like i paid and it's so fucked up too because the the one game that i paid the full price for was godfall and it, that's probably the worst <laughs> of the three games that i have and it's I just know, like dude, you know what i'm playing on my
0: series x the most these days Gears but, Tactics, which came out a year or two ago for
1: PC, and, and
0: Tetris Connected, yeah,
1: like Ta- I'm playing Tetris Connected is the best. Yeah, like Ghost is great on it's you know 60 fps and stuff like that for the <laughs> PS5, but it's it's like this is the problem. Like all yeah. of you who are upset about not getting new consoles You're yet, fine. there's really no reason You're to be because there's no games out for yeah, them. Y- like you, you all- can play anything on the old consoles
0: like i'll bring him up again since he's in here uh but the the intern mr tico he's someone that like he may tell you now he wasn't fomo but trust me when the, when the new consoles were were coming out he, he was getting ready getting there you know he got swatted down by the bots that set and everything but he <laughs> unlike me was able to very quickly just be like you know what fuck it i don't yeah. really need it anyways there's there's nothing new coming out i can wait until uh, horizon zero effort whatever the fuck the next is going to be yeah uh but yeah Forbidden he, less he's, he's smart i mean i still feel like i have better tech than him because i got them both before <laughs> he did so i you know i got that little uh, stupid thing to hang my hat on as, as some guys do with their tech you know it's like it's like our penises or
1: something like i got <laughs> i got better tech than you i got a bigger dick yeah that type but of shit. Here's, here's, here's an idea for all of you. I'm going to I'm going to if you want a new console, can't get one, here's what you do. Buy one of the new GTX 3000 supplied laptops. So you got a GTX or an RTX 3060 or whatever it, it is in there. Yeah, well, Buy that laptop and then that is better than any new console that you can get. Yeah, what does that get. laptop run you though? $5000? No, it's 1200 maybe right something it's it's way more expensive but then also you can play like you get the xbox game pass on it so you get all of the games that release on xbox or or whatever like you can play any xbox game you can play on an xbox you can play on a pc you you can actually nick i signed up for games fast finally there there are actually more titles available for pc than the consoles there you go so the only (laughs) thing that you won't be able to play are Sony exclusives. Yeah. Plus you get access to the entire Steam library. So anything you want to buy on Steam, you can buy that. Oh, dude. You can hook up whatever controller you want to it. You can plug it into your TV and there you go. You got 4K gaming with a controller through a laptop. Plus you can look up all of the pornography you want on it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the High-end 8K titties. Yeah. So, so that's, um, that's, shit. that's what you
0: want. I thought I had something important to say, but clearly I did not. So I'll yeah. go ahead and delete that thought and, and move <laughs> on. But yeah, I mean, this, this game, if it's just the true remaster, do it right. I, I don't want any bullshit. Like I, I, I remaster, it, but build it up from the ground yeah. back up. You can keep all the other shit. I don't know if you got to get the, the VO redone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's going to be the biggest hurdle is like, what right. are you
1: going to do with the voiceover?
0: Yeah, because I I would imagine that that would probably need remix if you're truly going to bring everything to new standards like Dolby Atmos, 4K, HDR, all that jazz. But this is a title that, I mean, even saying
1: 59 seems a little dirty. I'm thinking this is is like a 40. This is like a fucking Squadrons.
0: Yeah, 39 to 49 type of game is is where I would feel comfortable. And yeah, I'll fucking get this. There's no doubt. I mean, if it looks super pretty um if they've jazzed some of the other gameplay aspects up 100 percent. now yeah. if they tried to change too much i may let nick fall on that grenade first <laughs> and see what happens but uh, yeah i
1: mean i'll play it i'll play it for sure but uh right. I, it's just not gonna it's not gonna ring the same as like an actual new game it's just gonna be like okay yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a bummer. <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer.
0: I, I, I definitely would have preferred yeah. something brand new. But as I said before, I, I, I'll take this too. It just it has to be priced appropriately, and there can't be too much fuckery in terms of what was changed. Uh, you know, try to keep it as close to the original, albeit in a 2021 presentation. Yeah. All right. Sticking with games, we got another one here, and this wasn't even a. I guess it did come from. Some form of Reddit who is now their 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 dick got so big after the stonk market that yeah. they what, they they took out a Super Bowl ad for Reddit. They right? had a Super
1: Bowl ad. <laughs> um, it was a five second Super Bowl ad. I didn't watch Super Bowl like after the Saints leave the NFL. Yeah, you tune. Like after their yeah, I I just don't care. I, I'm the same um, way. I
0: I threw it on just because it's a Super Bowl and it's something that you know people may talk about or it might pop up in pop pop culture and I'm a weirdo like that. Like I want to kind of be. In the know, but I I did not pay attention to it. Uh, fuck Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that in the best form possible. I mean, I fucking hate him, but clearly respect the guy. Yeah, uh, I think he's a scummy human, but he's clearly the greatest fucking quarterback ever. I mean, you can't. And I'm a fucking diehard Steelers fan. That that it gives me pain <laughs> to say that because that guy stole at least two Super Bowls from the Steelers when they weren't fucking idiots yeah uh but again i I respect the dude what he did <laughs> Going to the fucking shit bag tampa and running the table on the road in the playoffs i mean come on and then just just uh, teabagging mahomes and the chiefs like they made the chiefs look pathetic yeah look look just it wasn't disgusting. even a like game,
1: that. it was bullshit, but anyways reddit reddit flexing yeah <laughs> like, yeah so so Reddit got their two hundred and fifty million dollar <laughs> cash injection, and then on the gaming leaks uh r slash gaming leaks and rumors how you would spell it if you are from the u k so if you don't know what that is s tones as a u in it um basically some person on there that nobody knows posted something and said like, hey, my source day of the tentacle sources i have no fucking clue what that means have <laughs> concern have uh confirmed to me that a a new smaller scale shooter will be releasing in q4 I, of 2021 I, I'm assuming, from Nick, that
0: the day of the tentacle sources would be
1: like lucasfilm games people right because isn't that a part of their portfolio yeah i mean it it has to be somebody from lucasfilm games um, I don't know what Day of the Tentacle oh, we got Jay is. Jay Moore's a a Pat's fan. Oh, Jay Moore, go ahead, leave it in chat. But as a lifelong New
0: England fan, did you like seeing that? Or did that was that like watching yourself make out with your sister or something? <laughs> seeing Tom be successful when you guys were fucking terrible
1: without yeah. them. But uh yeah, Day of the Tentacle was a game that released in ninety three from LucasArts. Okay, so I'm so guessing they're saying, hey, we we got an in yeah. like like in, Nick. In,
0: inside Lucas. Lucasarts. Yeah, Nick Nick has one too. That he just doesn't call him the Day of the Ten. Yeah, I just sources. call him Jeff.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. That's, I don't. I don't have to. I don't cover up names. But I mean, again, this is a this is a very unexciting announcement, and it just goes to show you how much EA has literally just shit on the Star Wars license. So instead of releasing something that's actually good, they're gonna release a. Smaller scale. <laughs>
0: Dude, you, you, gotta, you gotta parse this out for me. Cause I read this and I'm like, how did this not just get instantly deleted from Reddit? I mean, this is like yeah. some of the most wishy-washy uh source shit. I mean, this is like worse than KRT type of Yeah. So uh, so this is what it says. <laughs> listen to he this says,
1: people, listen to this. So this guy's name is Orca. Orca is not alone. <laughs> he, he, so uh, this is, this is what he says. It says, EA is working on a small scale Star Wars game that will release later this year. Uh, one game has been in the works for a little over two years. Two, much smaller scale, uh, project than something like Fallen Order, akin to Squadrons. Three, it's a shooter, but I'm not confident if it's a traditional <laughs> that, FPS my or... favorite yeah that
0: is my like if you're a fucking shooter. source by the way or you're leaking a source never phrase something like that like it's this but it might not be but it might but yeah, it, it is like, but it might
1: i don't know what it is basically he says <laughs> he, all he knows is that it involves gunplay that awesome.
0: is number three right there if you're on the stream that is some spectacular
1: poo flinging and seeing if someone is going
0: to let it stick
1: yeah uh, number four, we'll release in Q4 2021 for all major platforms, excluding oh, Switch. Wah, sorry, Switch. No Switch. Um, and then it's being developed on Unreal 4. No idea when the trailer <laughs> will drop. Uh, so, I mean, basically, this guy's just guessing that a new FPS is going to drop. I mean, which... <laughs> I mean it yeah, but he knows me. from the day the day of the
0: tentacle people told him, so yeah, he's not, they, they he's not technically him. guessing he's just he's just uh generalizing his prediction this yeah. is i I mean I, I guess remember. I should have read this one closer because I'm starting to feel bad for telling Nick to throw it up there because <laughs> it's fucking laughable if you read this shit it, it, what's even more laughable, Nick, is that if we post something of ours up there from an actual leak or a source.
1: It gets auto deleted. Yeah, it's like bye. <laughs> this doesn't count. But this got twelve hundred and fifty six upvotes and has almost two hundred comments. I mean, he- here's the thing: is like I don't doubt that EA would put up some bullshit like this because clearly, like they're in money grab mode. <laughs> That's what Squadrons was. Squadrons was like cash grab. Forty bucks. Here we go. Got it from you, and then we will well, never I give mean, you any more. Content we all know you you hate
0: Squadrons, but I actually do think the the community that that kind of took to it loves it and they have gotten content even though they said they got, would not get content
1: yeah i mean that's what i said is if, if it was successful enough they would give them some stuff so i know that you've gotten some cosmetic shit and everything <laughs> like that so that's nice i just but, like a much like,
0: smaller scale project than something like fallen order okay so what is yeah it gonna have fallen like, order, is it just is a, it a fully full multiplayer scale. game is it going to have a little campaign and then all multiplayer
1: Yeah, I mean, what is this like a fucking Star Wars Battle Royale? Like, is that what it is? Like, it's, I don't know, man. It doesn't
0: fit anywhere because you have the Battlefront license, which is essentially a scale, a a small scale project, Akin the Squadrons. I mean, what the fuck is, is Battlefront? it's shooting on maps i mean it's not like you got to design stories or or large maps
1: for people to explore at least at least the second one had some sort of story with it the first one was literally multiplayer only shooty shoot shoot and that was it that's
0: that's small scale (laughs) that's about as small
1: scale and scale back as you can get aside from them making you pay for all their fucking dlc and in battlefront one I don't know, man. Like, if this is true and this is real, it just goes to show you, like I said earlier, how much EA does not care about the Star Wars license. They're just like they're putting out crap that they're (laughs) like, whatever. This will take us this will take us eight months to build because we already have all the models from, from battlefront. We just got to put a different skin on them. Right. And here you go. <laughs> now you got a star Wars battle Royale game. Have fun. Yeah. I, like, I'm
0: with you, man. I mean, what it has to be a Royale. What, what other type of shooter could it be that it's small scale?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, unless it's like a tactical shooter, like some, something like counter-strike or rainbow six siege, but that does just doesn't fit the star Wars universe. Like, a, a tactical fps it, or it would only work that
0: way is if they busted out the republic commandos again where you yeah do kind it would of have, have class-based clones and then you yeah, got to figure it out
1: you would have it would have to be republic versus empire obviously if you're doing a versus mode if it's 5v5 it's got to be like you said republic commando squad and then it's something like valorant or it's something like like you know counter strike or rainbow six siege where it is 5v5 you're 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 trying to plan a, a nuclear device somewhere or you whatever it is like if that's the case and they're trying to move more into a competitive space then all you know by all means try it but if it's another I'll tell you this right now battle royale games are dying that's why there's only fucking one I I would like, think so i mean it it
0: I mean, gaming has its fads, right? You remember yeah. uh, in the mid two thousands, it was the the music rhythm games. I mean, hell, yeah. I just busted out my Xbox three sixty to to show to little kid, you know, Rock Band, let her beat on the drums and shit. But that that shit was wild for about two to three, maybe four years tops, and then just pff, yeah,
1: gone. Like the tens, the tens were all mobas. Like you saw everybody yeah. putting it. Yeah, yeah. League of Legends, Dota two, Heroes of the Storm. You had fucking Paragon and all these other MOBAs that have since failed, and there's literally one and a half that still exists because Dota 2 is like on the downfall. Okay, so it's League is League survived from that, right? Yeah, League is the League is the only one who has a still has a sustainable community of people that play it. I mean Dota 2 is literally up and down and like it gets huge huge news because it always has a massive prize pool for the international, but that's because it's prize pool is, is basically all funded from the community. So like they release all of these items in Dota two <laughs> and then people buy yeah. them and then they give all hey, that money. Hey, We to can players. have a tournament this year. If you guys fork over more cash. Yeah. If you pay for it, we'll <laughs> we'll give all that money to players. Oh, I love publishers. So I, I just don't think that, that Star Wars is going to move in that direction. I would. I would like to see a competitive Star Wars game, but more than likely, this is some rinky-dink BR that they'll release. You know, if well, that's the case, I hope it's fucking free.
0: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that'd probably be the first battle royale I would, I would at least check out. I mean, I I remember Fortnite when it was Fortnite and not. A battle royale and then they're like yeah. oh fuck this let's just cash in on the let's PUBG."
1: Just, they literally they literally like we're building out the survival and they were like yeah well we can just make the br as something that yeah. people can play and while we're still developing the real game it, it changed epic as a company like yeah. making that one choice
0: changed because i believe cliffy b was still at epic when they were talking about Fortnite. he was he was making right and it was, it the, was
1: like the single player version the it survival was, it was just supposed to be
0: version. where you build up defenses and then every night the fucking zombies come i mean it was like yeah. modern minecraft uh but then you know PUBG's was starting to make a run with the battle royale and they're like hey fuck it let's pivot and now they are the god. I mean, I, I would assume that. Does PUBG even have an audience now, or is it all Fortnite? I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just
1: like PUB PUBG is like I'm sure it's still around, but like PUBG Mobile is more popular than yeah. the actual PUBG game. it's it just
0: and I, it's I, I know like, Fortnite is still the king because my little nephews. That's all they want. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to talk about. That's and the what thing they want is, is like.
1: That's Fortnite actually kind of fucks Star Wars making their own BR because they have Star Wars right, characters yeah, right. in Fortnite. So right. I don't know how that works. Like if <laughs> if they can do that, but I don't know, man. It's it's shitty and like it's, news like this just yeah, makes this, this me happy that th- this guy's summary really makes it sound
0: shitty because <laughs> it's like yeah. okay, I, I have zero excitement for this when I, I feel like we should. i I'm not, I love shooters if they're done right. I mean, I, I've said this before and I still need to play this this year's version, maybe hopefully it shows up on Game Pass at some point, but the Call of Duty campaigns are some of the most just stupid, over-the-top FPS fun out there. Like, the, the missions are insane, the stories are insane, uh, but it's good, fun sh- like FPS gameplay. Yeah. I need that in Star Wars. I don't care if it's back to the Katarn days where you do some Blast and some first-person lightsabers. Uh, But to me, a a good Star Wars shooter either involves a character like that or like a Han Solo, you know, a scoundrel smuggler or a bounty hunter. I I don't want fucking stormtroopers or generic rebel soldiers. Give us a main protagonist to rally around. But if it's small scale, like Nick's saying, I I, I think he's dead on. I think it's going to be one of these uh, FTP, F2P's it's going to look nice it's going to have all the licensing all the bells and whistles but in the end does it have any gameplay meat outside of just you know jumping into a map and hoping you don't get butt fucked by a 10 year old
1: yeah like that's that's the thing is like now people or or a lot of Game developers have realized that the way the way to truly make money off of a game is not to sell it to people for sixty bucks. <laughs> sell them is, stupid is to, shit. <laughs> yeah, Is to literally give them the game for free. Everything it's but like, their oh, clothes you, and
0: their emotes.
1: Yeah, like oh, you like the game here? Now you can buy this face that pops up over your head. <laughs> now you can buy this these purple pants. All right, and you know, Nick, like money.
0: you and I, and I'm even older than you. I look at that shit and I'm like, "What? Who? How dumb!" But I, I even remember back in the mid 2000s, like in Gears, if I could get a gold skin gun by playing, I was yeah. getting that fucking gold skin gun. So I, okay, I totally it makes get, you feel like you have. Well, when
1: you play to get it, it makes you feel exactly. Like you achieved it's something. a little different now, where you just yeah. like if you're this is buy it. It's like okay, and if it, you know, that's fine. Like look at it this way, fucking. Uh like League of Legends is a free-to-play game. That game made over a billion dollars last year. Last year alone. Yeah. Over a billion dollars. And all they do is sell skins. Yeah. That's the only way they make money. It's just well I is mean they sell the think skins. about the
0: think about the access you get though when it's free-to-play multi-platform with the added bonus of, of cross-play. Oh yeah. Uh, like, it's like just if you can if they wide do open. That. Your, your yeah. client is wide open. Anyone has access to it that knows how to hit download and install. And yeah, then once you yeah. get in like Kung Fu saying right here, you can trick kids to spend $2000 on their parents credit cards.
1: Yeah, it's it's the perfect way to do it. So I mean, if it's a BR, fine. Like if it's not a BR, then I don't know what the fuck they're wasting their time on. Right, like, like what's a small scale shooter that isn't a battle royale?
0: I just it doesn't make sense unless you know that one year when COD just went full multiplayer where it still had traditional multiplayer game types but then and, it had and the it's BO. battle
1: and it's it's yeah. battle royale because that that was the last Call of Duty game that I played was Black Ops three and the only reason I got it is was because and this was before crossplay was available was because two of my friends back home in Louisiana like right. that's their game like yeah. they they play COD and I was like all right man well if y'all want to play the BR I'm down like I like I'll, I'll get it and I'll play the BR and we played it a lot like we played the BR a lot. And There's always that right Nick like maybe maybe
0: this comes out this small scale it's a shooter but I'm not confident it's a traditional first person shooter third person shooter it just involves gunplay game comes out and it does kind of get that community feel to it yeah, yeah it might be it might be
1: fun to play like, but- honestly like if, if it is a br i'll tell my friends at home like hey if you guys want to pick this up yeah free, let's try
0: it let's try let's
1: it. just play it because like i got a ps5 they're xbox people but now cross play is a thing so i can play wherever i want i play it on my fucking pc if i want to right and we we can go at it and we you know i don't have to drop 70 dollars on a fucking game that is literally one map and you do the same shit over and over again i i'm glad sony finally kind of got off their high
0: horse and was like yeah we'll, we'll do cross play because they were one of the last platforms to they didn't yeah to come they to terms with the, that change in the business model which I Microsoft.
1: Mean, kind of forced themselves into it <laughs> like they 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 bit themselves in the ass when they're like well i guess our pc players can play with our xbox players well, now because all of our xbox games are on in PC. in the end it's it's the it's the right yeah. move either way i mean yeah, yeah. you
0: don't you don't necessarily scare potential players away anymore because they know yeah. hey if my buddy has a sony and he does get a game that, that that's cross-play i'll be able to play it too you know maybe they'll buy more consoles less kind con- of who knows but it's the way to play you might as well fucking share it it's not like there's this homogeneous set of pcs out there that all connect together i mean there's so many franken builds and uh, this that and the other things like why not why not let the consoles talk too Yep. All yep. right, so we'll uh, you know us, we'll keep you up to date on this small scale. It may be a shooter, but maybe not an FPS or a third person. It just has gunplay game. games, yeah, just gun. It's just guns <laughs> flying around. That is my favorite bullet point there. Yeah. All right. So it's comic book time. If you have not read the uh, most recent issue of the proper Star Wars comic, uh, that's what I'm going to cover now, and then I'm going to go into uh, issue two of the High Republic comic. I'm not going to do like a full word for word recap here because really some of these are starting to get. I don't want to say excruciating to get through. It's just like <laughs> man, what, this used to be fun. Like I used to have fun doing this, and then I want to jump on YouTube and, and talk about something interesting I learned canon wise. Uh, but so far in in issue 11 of the proper Star Wars run from Marvel. We're still not there yet, Nick. It's still not there. Like, I, I don't know if I'm missing my boy Luke or some force talk, but all this shit dealing with the rebels versus Zara is just not
1: that interesting. Not doing it, yeah. Not, yeah. not getting it. For so me. out
0: of this issue, and this this will just kind of go to show you my my big new canon revelation from issue 11 is the fact that Princess Leia nearly killed Lobot to get a new rebel
1: code language processed. Yeah, I remember we were talking about that a little bit on the last one, too. Yeah, well, like-
0: episode 10, you know, we we learned that you know, Lobot had dreads and they needed him to talk to this ancient droid, but it was essentially sapping his life force. Yeah. Um, but they they still needed it. They, they needed the droid because uh, Starlight Squadron is lost. They can't be talked to. So Leia, and honestly, in a very surprising move, I mean, I guess we got to figure she had to make some choices like this in her life, but we just never saw her act this way. But I'm not going to lie, Nick. I was, I was somewhat turned off to how cold and calculated Leia was towards Lobot and Lando. Yeah. I mean, in war, you got to fucking do that. I know. I know. Yeah, you got to do it, man. It just like I said, just it seemed out of character for the princess. It seemed like she should have called in Cassian Andor if he was still <laughs> alive to do something like this because it it was (laughs) fucked up i mean lando you know lando all the bravado he has i mean he was literally like listen motherfuckers you guys are gonna murder this dude like he's my boy i just told you how he saved me and i'll do
1: anything to save him you know what i would have been like if i was Leia. it's like oh yeah well you just uh gave my fucking future husband up to darth vader so (laughs) go fuck yourself (laughs) yeah um, but with this, <laughs> I also, feel no sympathy for you. You're, you are right. But what this highlighted <laughs> again, and I've been
0: saying this as I've gone through this run is Lando had zero love for the rebellion and they really weren't feeling him quite yet and this is this is post empire they've already gone back to bespin together to to get some shit that they left there after they had to run out so i mean lando and lobot they've been with the empire probably for a a good amount of time but he's just not feeling them and clearly what leia just did pushed him over the edge because as we learned towards the end of this comic nick and i teased this before but lando all along has been talking with bib fortuna in the huts yeah yep uh because getting them info yeah guess what i mean they also have a bounty out on his ass just like his buddy han so uh, i mean unlike han who was like you know what i love this girl she's fucking hot she's rich rich i'm I'm gonna link up with these people for now plus every time he tries to leave and pay the slug the empire fucks it up yeah. but lando he was like fuck it hey i got a debt to pay how What? what type of Uh, what type of weight can i get from the rebels to shift over to the huts Uh, so last issue i mean he he knew about this new language you're trying to develop but he wasn't giving anything up to bib but by the end of this issue after what happened with lobot almost getting killed no my friends lobot lived c-3po was able to figure out how to process the language without the the old robot so yay uh, but at the end, Lando's pretty much like, you know what? Fuck these guys, Lobot. We know one thing for sure, the Rebel Alliance is not looking out for us. Yeah. So he calls up Bib and says, Hey, buddy, remember what we talked about? Well, I may not have the, the coded language, but I can get you the droid that built it for them. So it, it kind of the issue ends with a, a cliffhanger that Lando and Lobot are gonna smuggle away this ancient droid. And sell it off to the hut so they can learn the rebels' new essentially codes. Okay, um, and that's Man, about his it. His turn I
1: mean, really has to happen fast. <laughs> like
0: I know, his turn I know to, because to the I, good I, time. It's, it, it's 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 kind of shocking. Maybe this is still the first year period after Empire because by the time we come back to Jedi, Lando has embedded himself into jabba's palace guardsmen, like that's yeah. how far deep undercover he went for this shit to save han uh he he led a battle at the you know the battle of tenev he was a general or mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't a general yet remember that's what got yeah. him promoted uh so yeah you're right i mean who, who knows what happens i'm assuming the comics are eventually gonna bring lando back into the fold to where he understands that the rebel alliance is is the home for him uh, that, that's really the, the most you get out of this. I mean, you, you learn that Poe's mommy kind of gets gets herself into uh, trouble. You get a Poe mention, uh, but outside of that, that, that was the, the the really main new canon to come out of the issue 11 of the Star Wars run from Marvel is Leia's. A, uh, she's an ice queen when she needs to be, and, yeah, and she, will, she,
1: uh, she will she will take throat. things
0: as far as she needs to take them for the Rebel Alliance uh and yeah, and that lando felt that ice and even though he wasn't quite feeling the rebels before that he is 100 percent turned off to their cause right now and is looking to do them harm all right yeah, yeah I, I really think those those were the big things we we got out of there but as always i do full-on videos for these deals outside of what we talk about on the podcast uh so make sure you are subbed to the star wars time show on youtube search star wars time show on youtube or head on over to starwarstime.net scroll around and you will find our subscribe
1: button indeed all right so i don't know how many subscribers we have now we're getting up there we're though. over we got, we got some we hit like <laughs> 720 um there we go i really want we to almost get to have 100,000 views we're we're only 100 and quick math here 53 we're 153 views away from having 100,000 views on our channel there we go There we go. I'll take that. There's a lot of
0: fucking, a lot of work that goes into (laughs) not a lot of views. I think if you average it out, we're probably getting about, I don't know, 100 views of it for the fucking 8,000 videos
1: I've uploaded. (laughs) I don't know how many videos we have. I don't know. Uh, I
0: I do them. It's just, it's a weird thing. It's a FOMO thing, but it, it really, a lot of it is something to talk about on the show for the most part um and sadly nick it looks like we are going to get high republic and in, in star wars propers releasing the same week so uh this is going to suck for a while there you go. because guess what <laughs> i got another one to talk about and it's not this one it's issue two what the hell am i doing <laughs> let me pull up the <laughs> the proper article here we go yeah with our boy skier i do like master this guy yeah. yeah
1: master skier i'm i'm thinking i'm digging him Trandoshan Jedi, man. You don't see it often. And he looks like a
0: beast. Like, I, I mean, the uh, transdoshians we've seen him in a lot of the animated series. They have different builds here and there, but they usually are kind of hulking characters. Yeah. Uh, Skier is a, is a boss. Like, he's got to be one of the most burly-looking Jedi of all time. Uh, but anyways, Star Wars The High Republic issue 2 did drop last week. It's out there now. Uh, you should be able to grab it, definitely on digitals. I don't know about in stands. I, I would assume at this point... I think the the High Republic buzz has worn off for most people. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's the most exciting air in Star Wars that I've come across yet, but I've also barely dabbled in the real book and have only read two uh, comics so far. Uh, But unlike the Vader and Star Wars breakdowns I do, where I just really look for new canon and I'm not necessarily doing a review, um, these High Republics, I am kind of taking more of the review approach to it. Mm -hmm. so issue two was still quite interesting i i really like the mystery that's being woven around skier yeah i would assume people like you or people that have read some of the other books may know more about what is going on with this dude behind the scenes it seems like something at the battle of kerr really fucked him up like when he lost his arm uh but he's he's Having some Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine moments in Attack of the Clones is the, the best way I can describe kind of what Skier's doing in issue two here. Yeah, uh, he's clearly not one with the Force. He's not acting like a Jedi Master, and he's doing some fucking shady shit in terms of how he is treating uh, the the enemies they come across. So, anyways, uh, Nick, in this issue. Keeve she's kind of the the point of view she's our heroine if you will Keeve Trennis uh, I am digging Keeve I, I think when when this is all said and done you're always going to have your just angry Star Wars fans who are always going to think the High Republic is a waste of life and stupid yeah. and whatever PC all this bullshit I do think Keeve is going to be one of the more memorable High Republic Jedi because okay. to me she's a mix of Qui-Gon Kenobi and maybe a little of not fucked up skywalker right nice like you can tell she's not just the the stuffy stoic jedi like oh yes someone with the force the force is with me that bullshit uh you can tell that she she respects authority but but questions it she just doesn't feel she's at a place where she can actually say something at this time i don't know i'm just i'm just digging her even though she didn't really get a lot of time in the sun in this issue uh, we also meet and tell me if you've met these people in the books but the the twins
1: uh Tarek and Sarit. no um I mean I'm halfway through I haven't read any more since last week. I'm halfway through and honestly you don't like you don't even meet Keeve. okay you don't meet skier you, you i mean like you meet a lot of Jedi, but you don't it's only the Jedi that were at this point where I've gotten to It's only the Jedi that were sent to. The Hetzel system to try to save it from this disaster. Yeah, yeah. So, like a lot of the 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 more, I guess you would say like the the Jedi who were kind of on the exterior of that system you haven't met yet. All right. So, anyways, I I bring these two
0: up. Uh, to me, they're they sort of have a dyad like bond. Okay. Meaning that they're 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 full on twins, but they're not just lookalikes. Like they yeah. they can. Sarat can sense Tarek's thoughts, but they can also feel shit physically through the force.
1: See, that was yeah, that's similar to, um, like a Killick bond that you would see before. But it can, I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense because, like, if you're twins. I mean, just imagine the increase in in sensitivity, right? Because Jedi can already feel other Jedi's emotions, exactly. Even if they're I mean, completely unrelated. And they are the
0: full-on annoying twins. Like they yeah. finish each other's sentences. I mean, even Keeves making thoughts like, "Man, I like these guys, but they're they're fucking annoying." It's like you yeah. you never know which one you're talking <laughs> to because you know they 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 look the same, but they also are essentially passing conversations to each other. Uh, but anyways, uh, really what, what goes down this issue is, is they, they, get, they, they uh, respond to a distress signal and they come upon a vessel that is just fucked up, like fucked okay. up uh, beyond what you typically see in the Star Wars universe. And they, 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 they breach it, they board it, it, it's been gassed and you learn that it's, it's the Nihil. And this is where you start to learn about the, the type of people that the Nihil are. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Nick, these people, before they even raid a vessel gas it out like just yeah. fucking gas it out try to wipe out as many people as possible then come on and, and slaughter them all uh so the jedi get there they realize this but they they, they figure out they're on a hot vessel which at this point in the galaxy is curious to be in this sector right because the outer rim just kind of came online from my understanding
1: yeah. like it, it they were there mm-hmm. weren't hyper lanes open from the core worlds to the outer rim yet
0: so th- there's a line in it. And maybe it's explained more in the books. We'll get there someday if Nick finishes it. But th- they essentially <laughs> say like, <clears throat> while the huts are technically allowed to trade in this space now, it's odd that they're trading in in essentially barley. And we learned that this, this substance is used to make Bacta, which at that point in time was brand new. So there's a little Easter egg you got uh, before Bacta. I guess the galaxy was using something called Rejuve. Um, But Bacta was like a miracle cure that just started popping up during the High Republic. So anyways, this hut vessel just gets wasted. There's a big dead hut. I mean, he's like, the Naya like slashed him, shot him up. I mean, they, they're clearly some fucked up individuals.
1: Dude, like I said last week, they're they're like the, the Reavers, Reavers right. from from Firefly. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they
0: and and this kind of gets skier and trouble down the road when he calls them animals to Avar, and she's like, "Yo, dude, chill the fuck out. We're Jedi. You don't you don't demonize the enemy. You know, you can tell Avar yeah. is the very." avar yeah she's the hubris type of dummy jedi that that led to a couple more hundred years of that way of thinking that ultimately got them fooled by the sith right yeah um so they get there and and, you know skier and one of the twins are investigating and and boom a shot rings out and and i think it's uh takes a hit and skiers like, like i'm telling you this guy's fucking whacked out yeah. And, and they realize that there's a, a leftover Nihil. So, you know, skier goes looking for, it. he's like, Oh, why can't I sense you? He's getting fucking pissed. Like pissed. dark side, Anakin, like Vader before the armor type of angry. He sees the Nihil, the Nihil jumps at him, just cuts him in half. They're like, all right, well, you know, he Jedi, he was being attacked. That I guess that's okay. Yeah. It called for, <laughs> but here's where shit get, goes off the rails. After the dude's already cut in half, Skier stands over him, and as I say in the video, slashes him to pieces just like we saw Kylo beating up <laughs> command consoles in the Force Awakens. Jesus, it was just like <laughs> unhinged mutilation of a dead Nihil by a Jedi Master. All right, wow. <laughs> so, like I said, the, the, one of the reasons I'm I'm keen to the to, to the comic here is because of this mystery surrounding Skier. Like, why the Jedi Master? exhibiting dark side tendencies some would argue even crazier than dark side tendencies i mean i i I don't i don't remember a time where vader palpatine or maul killed something and then proceeded to mutilate its carcass
1: yeah they never really i mean of course they revel in the defeat of their enemies but they don't like (laughs) destroy the body
0: (laughs) i mean he he was (laughs) acting like me when i lose my temper shooting toys yeah like just throwing motherfuckers breaking shit anything in my path is getting fucked up that's what skier was doing
1: yeah it's Uh, definitely like i i know that they probably haven't brought it up yet in the comics but you mentioned in the first ep or the first uh comic that he had like like organic matter growing on Well, him. he's
0: lost an arm, and it's not in the first comic. They f- they they fuck the tease, or, or they spoil oh, it yeah. by a- showing like issue four's cover, and you can see there's like <laughs> organic material that looks like trees and shit Plants growing is, out of so Skeet's he's arm.
1: definitely infected with this fenrir okay Farnier so i'm getting enemies. there and
0: that that's part yeah. of the mystery obviously okay. so leave, yeah. leave it at that um but yeah i <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean they make it clear to the reader that something's not right with this guy and it goes back to the battle of kerr where he incurred the injury uh, and it looks like i don't know if he was in a starfire or what but something just comes in and severs his arm right at the shoulder like it, it's just Jesus. fucking gone uh, but luckily he's transdotion and i guess they grow back anyways over time who knows
1: yeah i guess they're like lizard people, yeah so like it makes with a lizard, sense i mean he, he talks like this like i'm master yes. skier and
0: sarit and Tarek. um but anyways keeve kind of stumbles upon this little mutilation party he's having her being her his former apprentice but because she is a newly knight he's a master they're kind of like hey okay uh, i didn't see it that type of shit like yeah yeah what just happened here i don't know nothing nothing boss
1: you're like, good what? i just there yeah. was something else you're good like. master
0: no problems here and she's like oh fuck we're all gonna die <laughs> uh, but anyways they they call back to the beacon they, they they talk with avar she lashes out at skier like i said for you know, oh they're not they're animals like he was he was he's all he's still charged up nick and she's like, calm the fuck down. That's not what a master would do. And he's like, damn it, you're right. What the hell's going on? But anyways, like most Jedi masters, or I don't think she's a master yet, but like most hu- or Jedi's with great amounts of hubris, she's like, ah, fuck that. I'm still going to send you to this planet to investigate why that, that barley plant was on this hut trading ship. Take Take one of the twins with you. So she sends a completely unhinged Jedi master <laughs> on a mission with another... Uh, jedi right that is not safe right yeah, they they, but- they land on this planet they're they're talking to these people and the people want nothing to do with the jedi they're like hey jedi nice to see you but get the fuck out of here so you know something shady is going on this planet where this barley material is going from and we see towards the end that i think it's seret gets called into the fields by something the force he sees a rhodian he walks in and lo and behold this big tentacle thing comes out and they cut back the Keeve. but you y- you get the picture
1: yeah something
0: yeah. something just attacked sarek because his boy Tarek, who's still with kiev and avar he feels the pain like he's like yeah. ah that's that dyad thing i was talking about uh and that's where avar and Keeve kind of talk and, and avar's like kiev you know you got to tell me this shit if skier's going off the rails he's like it truly is my fault for sending on the mission i should have noticed that i should have sensed that he is not centered right himself. now yeah um but then it flashes back to skier like she's like skier check on sarah check and he's running he runs through the fields and lo and behold all that's there is a lightsaber and that's where things end uh, so, like I said, I, I, I'm digging the comic version of The High Republic, mostly because of the mystery around Skier. I like the character of Keefe, even though some of you nuts are mad that she used a lightsaber on an organic something and that shouldn't work. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, just but brain damage. I'm, I, I'm digging it uh, because they're, they're, like, they're like slow dripping the Nihil and their atrocities. They're slow dripping some dark side shit that's going on with Skier. And they're also establishing a, a Jedi Knight kind of wanting to become her own uh, Jedi in the universe. So I'm definitely yeah. going to be sticking with the High Republic comics. I just Good wish they released on a different cadence than the actual <laughs> Star Wars run.
1: Yeah, that that would be better if they kind of staggered it, at least at least a one week stagger. Um, but yeah, I mean. I haven't read the comics yet. I have to finish the book. I know that Spencer said he finished it or he finished his listen through of it. And there's uh, a couple of other people in the Discord as well that finished it, I believe. So I I will get there. I am reading it physically, reading the physical book. You know, I'm not listening to it. So it's going to take me a little longer because I have the attention span of a mouse. Um, But yeah, I mean, so far, what I've read, I'm enjoying as well. And. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's like you can see Nico here in the chat, clearly not a big fan of the High Republic. That's all right. You're, I mean, Nico gonna, can't be a fan or not a fan of it because he's never read anything from it. <laughs> so but he like, read it.
0: He read it on Facebook.
1: Ne- it would be like Nico saying, "Man, I really hate the new Dune movie." It's like, really? Have you seen it? Okay. Yeah. Who knows if he has? But I,
0: I've <laughs> there. There's many fans out there like Nico that just aren't feeling the High Republic at all. And I, I know even Spencer's like reading the book. It's 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 okay, but. Nothing, no, or, or like not a single character really stands out, or, or this, that, and the other thing. So who knows? Who knows? I don't think it's anything to get angry at. I don't think it's going to stymie any other plans or any other Star Wars stories you want to see. It just gives. Uh, people maybe brand new fans older fans uh, something else to kick around right yeah i mean yeah. how people many things can you, in you do in, in the oh, there he goes nico read the first comic so he people is people who least, enjoy and taking the new content nico does not agree with my thoughts on the comic which is fine we can still be friends on the star wars time show oh see we need like a sitcom track <laughs> to you know like how it's basically the same track through every episode where, you know, the, the bad thing happens. They're all like, ooh. And then they make up at the end. They're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the comics so far. Clearly not the book because I just, I can't even listen to it. It's more of just Stern's back in season. So it's taken most of my, my listening time up. Uh, but the comic's been all right. I, I, I'm liking the art. I can tell you the art in the regular Star Wars is getting worse and worse. It's like, I don't know if they're going down like, to interns at this point in time, but the proper star Wars comic has almost turned into Nick, you know, the comic book art, like back in the day where it's like a bunch of little dots to make the color. Yeah. That's essentially where star Wars 2021 is at right now in terms of its uh, art. That seems a little fucked. (laughs) Yeah. But who knows? So uh, if, if you've respected my opinion on other star Wars things, I, I don't think the comic book's a bad read. Uh, plus, it's an easy thing to get into. Three ninety nine. If you don't like it, you know you don't have to continue on. Uh, but I'll keep these up. Uh, they get more views than the other comics, I'm assuming because it's new and there's not a lot of people, I think, dedicating time to the High Republic. So maybe we can jump on that niche yeah even if we don't like it guess what if if the star if the star wars time show gets traction through seo on the high republic we're gonna make a full-on pivot to high republic nick's gonna get the shit tattooed on his face and we will become the high republic
1: time show yeah there we go i I will sell
0: out for anything just to get a following
1: you heard it here first
0: All right. Speaking of the comic world, and man, I've been terrible with transitions today, Nick. Maybe you should take the next transition or two because I've done a lot of speaking <laughs> of's and up next is. Uh, but you know, kind of the, the the comic universe will still there. This kind of makes sense, right? But uh, and this, I know a lot of people. This this actually got a lot of traction on our Instagram. A lot of comments. Uh, but uh, apparently, Kevin Feige had to, or you know, maybe someone asked him. But he had to clarify that there's no plans in the works to have an MCU and Star Wars crossover movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's this came up in an interview with Yahoo Entertainment, and they just asked him like, "Hey, you know, you're you're working on both now, so are we ever going to get crossover? It's you know, it's these two massive franchises. They're both owned by the same company. It can happen." And basically, he just said no. (laughs) Like this is his quote. Uh, He said, if you'd asked me anything we're talking about right now was in the realm of possibility 20 years ago, I would have said, I don't think so. But I really don't think so. I don't think there's any reason for it. I mean, basically, he just said that there's there's no Marvel and Star Wars crossover happening. One, if you want that, you can go play Fortnite because there's a ton of shit in there. Nick Nick (laughs) is right. There's your there's your Marvel Star Wars crossover. You can play Thor and then you can also be a Stormtrooper in the same game. So, you go. I mean, I did like. I guess I can understand why comic fans would have more question about this, because that does happen pretty often in comics where you have crossovers between different universes, different franchises and stuff like that. And you have these limited runs, limited arcs where you have, you know, the 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 Avengers fighting the Justice League and stuff like that, that even that's happened in the past where you had DC Marvel crossovers Um but in terms of like silver screen movies and stuff like that, I just don't think you're going to see it happen. No, it, it, to me, but, it, it just, it, it franchise wise
0: makes no sense. Star Wars, it says, you know, a long time ago from a galaxy far, far away for a reason. Like it, it sets the stage. Even in my mind yeah. as a little kid, I was like, oh shit, this is like historical shit this is old
1: yeah. old, old old centuries thousands of intentionally years intentionally distancing itself right. from anything uh, yeah. and it would just like it i i mean
0: you could maybe the guardians because they fly ships but even that it just would not make they're two completely different worlds between marvel's spacefaring characters and star wars spacefaring characters uh, to me star wars is like this old by the time we come into it, dying out regal galaxy that's kind of yeah. on its last legs about to be reborn after the Empire to
1: where Marvel, you know, it, it takes place in in our current time. Now, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, the only way that you could have something like this is through, like a like, a Galactus who is kind of like a galaxy destroyer and, like, he, you know, he's... Terrorizing through the yeah, Star Wars just, galaxy, and then somebody jumps through into our galaxy and asks for help. Like it would, it, even in that instance, it would no, still it, be. I know you so you're, beyond. You're, disbelief. you're trying
0: to work this out because yeah. it, it is a. It, it's a mind fuck because it doesn't work. I mean, it just doesn't. We. I think if we really try to think this into existence, our eyes mm-hmm. will fall out of our head, yeah. and you'll see see steam coming out of our ears. Yeah, like,
1: it, it's 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 like it's basically the you know, you would need like the world between worlds or you would just completely build an alternate reality. It, it, even it, then know. it just, I,
0: I'm, I'm lacking the fucking term. I, 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 there, there, there's probably a term for this, but Marvel's worlds and characters and star Wars worlds and characters don't line up on any level on tone narrative, the, the plots they've experienced, the, the different types of fantastical shit that happens. Like to me, they're diametrically different to the point that even if you did try to cross them over people's heads would break like they just melt because does not compute like "Ah, ah, one zero one zero abort
1: It, it wouldn't work yeah i mean it would and then just like on a logistical standpoint like if 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 this ever got greenlit it would just be like that would be the cash grab i know that that people think that everything that Disney does is a cash grab, whatever. That's your. That you know, one you may that. finally
0: get me to. That would be become the a crab. full Star Wars troll. Like that yeah. one, I would act like a like a piece of shit. Like a lot of people and like, have been look, acting.
1: You, there's there's way if you wanted to do something like that, fine. Here's what you do. Make a fighting game where it's there you go. Star Wars or, or like versus a, Marvel. A completely slap
0: dicky cartoon universe. And even then yeah. it, it makes me feel a little itchy. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I think Nico, I know he's fucking around, but he has a good point. <laughs> he's saying Groot is the leader of the Nile. And and <laughs> if I if I look to the future and, and and see like the organic plant shit that I think's coming, hey, he he may be on to something here.
1: So it's <laughs> it's just one of those things where like Again, like there's not a lot of Star Wars news happening. So you take a soundbite from Kevin Feige. Exactly. And you put it up there for the, the people to speculate The interviewer did a great job. I yeah. mean, The interviewer yeah. did
0: their work. I'm sure they, they met to talk about something Marvel, but but got that Star Wars bit out of them. And now you got some clickbait for really nothing, yeah. for no news. And our two asses are
1: talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so us talking about it. And I, and I will say straight up that it, if if Star Wars and Marvel clashed, I mean, I think it would be a good fight, but it depends on one, what era, and whatever. Like if it was the, the era of the Empire and all you had was the Emperor, Darth Vader, and Luke Skywalker versus all of the Avengers and everybody who was at the end to end game, the Avengers would stomp Star Wars hard. Wouldn't yeah, see, i
0: I I always take the exact opposite. I, no. I feel like one powerful force user could take out scarlet
1: scarlet witch is a powerful force user and she would rip luke skywalker's body in half well uh, maybe luke <laughs> but
0: what about like a like a Yoda or a vader or, or a chosen one that's, or what a, Rey? that's what i'm
1: saying is like it, it depends on the era right like if you take all of the force users ever and then have them face the avengers then yeah the avengers l- lose because of purely being overpowered but you're thinking but like that you- there are some one-on-ones hey maybe this is your new battle bracket marvel <laughs> Versus Star Wars yeah. Marvel versus Star Wars but I think that in a straight up fight Scarlet Witch could probably kill pretty much anybody in the Star Wars universe are you current yeah mm-hmm. your current WandaVision yep yep and they actually up, like slide updated, that argument in it.
0: there. I'm sure you you pick that up. They're like, well, you know, she did almost
1: take out Thanos herself. Yeah, she was like, she could have killed Thanos right. by herself if he hadn't called a fucking the, airstrike the barrage, on her, right. which is true. Like she would have, she would have literally ripped him. Now limb you're right. From I mean, limb. she she
0: to <laughs> me is is a as close to a force user as it's going to get in Marvel. I mean, yeah. the only thing she's lacking is a lightsaber and I'm sure yeah. she could conjure one up if she really wanted. I would say
1: she could like, cause her energy is like physically manifested. Right. She could probably just make one. Um, but yeah, I mean it, like it's, it's some fun, you know, it's, it's fun nerd talk to have, you know, over a beer in your basement or if you're watching, you know, if you're high and you're watching movies and stuff like that, I don't think it ever needs to be realized on a big screen uh right. you know and keep i it, keep it to the you know the the conversation and
0: i still think feige is being saved i mean I, obviously he's being consulted on I, I think john and dave are talking to him like hey man what is the best way to have all these separate properties in the same shared universe but then start crossing them over and ultimately getting to a mega end game type of event i, I think yeah. kevin's helping with that and he may also be the force behind you know if if this talk of Ahsoka, Rangers, Mando, Book are all ultimately, you know, maybe they cross over once a year or maybe they truly work towards something mega. Yeah. I do think if it's something mega, Kevin could be the guy that kind of handles that. The, yeah. The, the that movie least, aspect.
1: Yeah. That that at least like shepherds along the process because I mean, fuck the, I mean, just what he did with phase three was so incredible. And if you think about it, like, yeah, not all of the movies in there were winners. I mean, Thor Dark World was pretty shitty. Iron Man 2 was pretty shitty. There was some misses in there. But to- I to, mean, to, they're not to, movies know, that bring like, them together. Th-
0: th- th- there's still not a single Marvel movie where you're like, eh, I, I if I watch this, I'm going to vomit. I mean, you, you can still tolerate them all. I mean, th- yeah, there are some they're like, oh, OK, I'd rather watch another one. But when I went through yeah. all my mega rewatches preparing for IW and Endgame, I mean, it's not like, oh, Dark World, I'm going to skip it. I still watched it and watching it. I wasn't like someone fucking poke my eyes out with an ice pick. <laughs> uh, so it's not like, I don't think they've had any just true piles of shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, not, not, no, I, not I, since, uh, Disney got, you know, got their hands on it. Right. That. So, okay. I mean, who
0: knows? I mean, I, I think Kevin's probably, he earns his money at Disney, you know, 10 times over. Yeah. Uh, just through what he did with the MCU. And, and I'm sure he's bringing the same care to Star Wars. But I I do think he's being relied upon a lot for consulting, but also possibly to work towards some over some huge Star Wars crossover event for the big screen.
1: I think so, too. Uh, otherwise, think so too. otherwise,
0: he's just producing Taika's movie and, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I agree. So that's all on Feige. But speaking about crossovers, we got. Our final piece of news up, and this is a game character hey, crossing just, you, over into physical form. You just did. Speaking of, you were supposed to to <laughs> clean that shit up for us. Oh well, <laughs> fuck these guys. I don't care how these transitions go. Yeah. If you don't like them, go listen to KRT. Yeah, tough titties. <laughs> um, so we got a new uh, gaming greats announcement here, and this is Mister Cal Castis coming to real life form uh and and you know i think matt you said that this was like a this this kind of popped up in the community yeah had it's some um, to a little I, excitement about it, yeah, or something. It, it
0: it depends on who whose accounts you saw last week when this got announced i think this was a friday deal or, or kind of who you you hang with on instagram in the toy photography community but uh, i know like the, the likes i think it was black series work more or less they're like oh my god this thing's fucking dope with all the accessories cow looks great and I'm not really denying any of that. I really I think this is a a a great package. We're talking about, as Nick said, it's the uh Cal Kestis Gaming Greats Deluxe figure, which I think you might still be able to get at GameStop for $2099, uh Forbidden Planet, and some of those other ones for International or UK. Uh, but I think and I have not pre-ordered this, Nick, so. Please mm, there you go. clap for me or tell me I'm a good I mean, boy. I don't think you need this, honestly. No. You, like, it, it, here's like. the deal. I think what really got people excited, it's not so much that it's Cal Kestis. It's the accessories. Uh, yeah, you're holocron. getting a, a a new skin BD. You're getting this little funky thing. What the hell are these things called? A boggling. Oh, yeah. You probably. get the Holocron that you mm-hmm. could use for props. You get a little shitty rubber hood. You get a dual-bladed lightsaber um and you know the the figure itself obviously if you're a cow fan you probably dig it I'm not yeah. that much of a kid ca- hey EKU Rory I did not spend money on this one I promise you <laughs> I will show you my bank account I held strong on this guy even though last week I had to buy the the Kenner Obi-Wan and the Kenner Greedo and the reskinned Qui-Gon but the Cal Castus Deluxe <laughs> I'm up. holding strong so go. much so that I hope when I click on this, uh, of course I didn't put the pre-order link in for GameStop. <laughs> uh, I was gonna see if he was sold out, which I'm hoping he is.
1: That way I can. No, you just... got it up there. I you got did? it up there. Yeah, it's under the the full box. Oh, there we before go. Before Yak Face. Okay, is he still available? He is. Pre-order. Oh, he's still available. The Here button. I go. I'm gonna do it. There's the button.
0: Boom. Nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm learning my lesson, Nick, and, and I think it's helped that I've actually have committed now. I I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it tomorrow. But for the past three weeks, I've I've held a shoot, a toy yeah. shoot. That is not I'm not going out and executing people that don't agree with my Star Wars opinions. <laughs> but I think by doing that, it, it's slowly getting me back into the the swing of things and letting me know what I like to shoot, what I don't like to shoot. Nice. And it's really kind of awakened me to how sucked in I got to the FOMO of getting every new fucking release with the idea that I was going to shoot them and post them to Instagram because it was new. Because in the end, in 2020, I think I might have posted four of the new figures at this point in time. (laughs) to to my at haywood pop account so why what is the big draw to get these figures right away to pre-order them to go fucking insane waiting for pre-orders and carts getting dumped out and going oh bots ah black market ebay you know it's just like why because it does nothing for me but shave more years off of my life like i am going to have a stroke or a heart attack that is going to happen. I'm not wishing it upon myself, but through the way I live, my anxiety, uh, my, in, uh, my insanity, I'm going to pop a fucking blood vessel either in the ticker or in the brain. It's, it's, it's Probably, going to happen. Yeah. I need to start removing some of those fucking triggers. And as sad as that is, buying toys to collect and then to shoot them has become one of them. So it's, let's focus on the Barbies. The pretty ones, the boys and girls, they're great portrait subjects. I just shot my Play Arts Kasai uh, Final Fantasy figures and had a blast. Uh, Cloud looked great, Barrett looked great. Together they looked like pimps, there and it was go. fun. It was not like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get that new Ahsoka and then line her up with the 332nd and 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 do a scene. It's like, no, just fucking chill out. You got figures, shoot them. Tune out of this type of stuff.
1: You don't need a Calcassus deluxe, Matthew. I agree. I think that that you, you have plenty enough to go through and You know, just because it's not brand new doesn't mean that people aren't going to like the shot when it comes out. Thank you. And also, you just you just don't like Cal Kestis. I don't (laughs) like like he's (laughs) if this was if this was Luke Skywalker from the
0: Mandalorian and he was getting his own Grogu style and in an R2 and a different cloak. Fuck. Yeah. okay, I'm in just like I bought that, you know, disco Obi-Wan disco obi one looks like a fucking pimp even if i don't shoot that figure i will be proud to display him and when people go what is that I'll, I'll tell them the
1: tale of disco obi there you go and i mean with this one if i feel like if they if they did take your suggestion that you gave you know a bit ago and just did accessory packs you would probably just get the accessories like you of would course, just get the, a lot of us way. would. I, yeah.
0: I think there is a market, and some companies do it. I don't know if it's if it's NECA or, or Mezco, but there are companies that are like, "Hey, here's a here's a thirty dollar accessory pack. You get another head, you get a hand, you get some guns, you get this, this, and this." That's fuck yeah, sign me up. I'll still won't <laughs> do anything with them. I'll still buy but them. At least with,
1: I won't have to pay as much, <laughs> bro. You,
0: you should see how many like city scene dioramas I've bought and have not taken them out of the box Ugh. because I'm like, Oh, I got Marvel figures. I need to have like a city
1: <laughs> Oh, <I'll buy>
0: that! <laughs> and literally sitting in the box, never taken out. Hey, hey man, you can
1: now, you know, resale though. You can resell. that. I, I bought that <laughs>
0: amazing smugglers retreat from uh, uh Dakota.
1: Yeah. Dagobah I
0: customs. I've maybe have used it to shoot figures five times in two and a half, three years.
1: Hey, you know what? I think I may have pulled one of those for your, uh, of shot course you did. It, it was week. my <laughs>
0: highest like shot. I mean, it goes <laughs> to show you if I actually take the time and use these nice dios, I'll get more bang for my buck versus as EKU Rory was making fun of me last week when I showed him my setup where I literally had my wife's work table folded out in front of my computer, uh, a, a shitty desk lamp and some loom cubes propped up and I was using, I was digi and I was like, Hey dude, if you're going to, if you're going to bitch at me for that, you better get your ass on that 3d printer and start printing me off some of these dioramas that this land speeder Luke dude is making on Instagram. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, why are you even teaching anymore? Just fucking print these things out and sell them for $150
1: a pop. Dude. That's, that's the way to go. Look
0: it up. My friends, I know a lot of you toy people have probably seen it. Cause a lot of the big accounts were whipping them last week or stumping for them. But at land speeder Luke, that dude is printing and painting some ex- exquisite looking dioramas for the uh, 112ers out there.
1: Only they're, time until the the Disney and Lucasfilm Overlords come down on him.
0: Do you, go go look at it. I mean, he even markets them like they're black series. I mean, he takes pictures. It looks just like a black series <laughs> backdrop.
1: they're They're perfect. Holy nice. fuck! Yeah, he he really does. You know
0: what I mean? Like it looks like he yeah. works for fucking Hasbro. That that type scaled of quality. for
1: Star Wars the Black Suit. Yeah. look at that, dude. He's gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> this like at least what like what GTP and what Matthew was doing. Like he he literally he was like it's space walls. All right, like yeah. it's not. I'm not saying that this is Star Wars. I'm not saying that this is whatever. This motherfucker is legitimately marketing these like it is started he's packaging them like they're star it's wars awesome. black series it's awesome like, i love it this dude he's gonna get sued so if you want shit from him get it quickly <laughs> i
0: mean it, it look it, it's all sold out too like if you go on his store people in the community that they buy this shit up like hotcakes. man 150 bucks a pop done 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 you want you want half a falcon ass done yeah, you know you, you want like a generic uh bar scene done you want a back to tank uh imperial echo base done oh you want the hallway where princess leia said you know uh, get down there you flyboy or some shit like that oh i got that too uh just beautiful work there so there's a free plug for land speeder luke yeah um just an account that i i kind of i mean he he tagged us once or twice because he does the toy photography too yeah i see
1: he's got some regular toy
0: photo yeah, shots in there once he got on that stuff he, he stopped tagging us i'm like dude, yeah, that, dude we dude, like dude, that dude, shit, shit too anything yeah. star wars like i said we're, we're about to get into the fan segment already i know I know a lot of you probably feel like we we stole money from you today because we're not going to be going into the three plus hour <laughs> this mark. This is not going to be, a th- if it has, if I have anything to do with it, this will not be a
1: three hour long no, show. No,
0: I mean, it'll be impossible at this point. The only thing that can make it three hours long, if I just fucking kill over and die and don't hit the stop button, yeah. uh, which could happen. Like I said, you never know, like if the heart or the stroke is, is coming. So just pops the, if you ever pops see me just, you know, kind of go still or fall on my chair, you know why? Call the police. <laughs> uh but yeah man you gotta you gotta like what fans do so anyone out there if you can print me a double-bladed lightsaber like cows a boggling, and a holocron but the holocron no no bullshit 3d printing it's got to be the clear with with colored plastic so i can add lighting to it and, and really make it pop in a picture yeah. right so no just generic 3d printed cube that i have to paint if i can't 3d print shit you think i can paint shit no so if you ever want to do 3d stuff for me it's got to be completely done there you go
1: <laughs> dude. you can actually you might you might want to look in at just like getting a, a mini especially for like the stuff that you want to do oh i know like it's the they're paint, pretty cheap. Bro, i'm telling you right now it's the fucking it's painting cheap. aspect yeah, painting but i think that might be that might be something to center you like that might be one of those hobbies where like you find like you you get into it and you're like, man, I, this this brings me to like my level hey, place. How
0: long have we been talking and doing this shit? I know,
1: man. I mean, we've known do each other. Do you remember? For a do you remember time. when when toy photography was that? I know, but it was. now you need a new one, and then at least with this, <laughs> oh, you want If to you do, break it, you want me to get it, another hobby that I'm going to turn into a jobby? Come on, man! <laughs> but at least if you break the figures, you can just print another one. It's free; <laughs> you don't have to worry I, I'm about. Not, I'm not going to lie; like you do have a point. Uh,
0: the, the way 3D printing has become, you know, it's Dude, obviously
1: three, this 3D printer I'm looking at right now is 207 right. dollars, and, and
0: a lot of these these people that create the designs they throw it up in, in Thingiverse or, or other sites that host all these, uh, drawing files. So, I mean, you're not wrong. It, it really just comes down to the fucking painting.
1: Yeah. It, uh, yeah. That's pretty much. I, all I it can't is. like my
0: boy, like I'm not kidding. Like EKU Roy, uh, he's my homie and like he'll, he, he prints stuff for me um but if he prints something for me it's showing up in my pictures as is so whatever color uh, <laughs> plastic he used that is the item
1: and that's what it's going to look like yeah. that's why no, you got- just got to get them if you want the <laughs> double bladed saber you just got to get them to use gray yeah, Use like, gray on print that three day. different pieces right like gray for the handle and then green for the little lightsaber blades because he he even printed <laughs> me like a
0: pimp ass mando helmet for the tiny grogu figure yeah. But it's all white. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fucking paint this shit, even <laughs> though it would take me maybe three minutes because, Nick, it's like the size of an eraser. Yeah. And I'm still like, nah, fuck it. I don't want to go out and buy the silver paint or the black and and start doing that shit. My hands will start shaking. And I'll get pissed. There's <laughs> a reason I don't do a lot of manly stuff around my house. and My wife does got
1: to get super stoned. And then that's when you paint, because then you'll be steady, you'll be slow. You'll be like, yeah, oh, man, maybe. maybe. Look at this. But it just <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I don't
0: do well with tiny little movements. Uh, that's why the only tool I'm proficient at is anything that can be swung and hit. Yeah, like even a, even a basic screwdriver starts to test my ability as a coordinated human when it comes to handyman type of stuff makes sense it's got to be uh, a blunt object something that just swings and hits yeah
1: (laughs) sledgehammer anything like that baseball bat all right so and and i'll
0: take any and all 3d printed items be be it black white gray blue like
1: i said i don't give a fuck it's still getting in the picture i don't care yeah there you go uh, right, so, that, yeah, this Gaming Greats is available now if you're a Cal Kestis fan or if you even like some of the accessories with it. So it's up on um, EB, GameStop right now, International Forbidden Planet and Xavi For yeah. those of you who are not U.S.-based or listening into in a country that doesn't have GameStop, um, you can get it there. Nico's telling, so telling me to go out. for spray, spray paint, but I, I've always Did stayed you, yeah. away from spray
0: paint because I'm someone that likes the smell of it too much
1: oh no like i just matt's
0: just huffing yeah, yeah, y- you'll, you'll find me on the next show oh,
1: God. my my fingers
0: will be like silver and i'll have like gold paint all over my face You'll be like what the fuck did he do you just blow a spray paint can <laughs> and funny. nick will be like no he now huffs fucking paint yeah he, he, he huffs <laughs> paint you know, and I'm worried, like, I'm worried my, my little kid's going to have the explorative mind like me, because even when we open a marker now, it's not like a kid's marker. She's like, oh, I like the way that smells. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no you don't. I'm like, oh, no, it's not the smell. It's the little high you're getting. God damn yeah. it. No. It's, it's what
1: you're... It's those brain cells <laughs> popping as that happens. Oh, I
0: can see it in her eye, man. She's going to she's gonna have that curiosity that, she's that gonna I had. A, She's going to be a glue sniffer. Oh, oh no. no. She's already a booger eater, and I can't convince her that that's not socially acceptable. But because she hasn't been around other humans for so yeah. long to, to, you know, it's good and bad. Like, I feel horrible because she's not building up the resilience to shitty humans like yeah. she should be at this age, like dealing with scumbags. <laughs> But she's also not finding
1: the socially
0: acceptable
1: right. line, right? <laughs> like,
0: like I'm okay if kids talk shit on her when she's picking her nose and eating it. Like that's okay. You need that type of shame. Uh, but the other stuff, I'll, I'll be I'll be okay with. So, <laughs>
1: okay.
0: yeah, exactly. Kung Fu's got it. I'll look like the guys in Mad Max. You know, yeah, like just, the, the where they called like the boys, or I don't want to call them the party boys. Right I forget what they are, but yeah, they get basically huffed up with paint. <laughs> yeah all right man we are moving right along i'm I'm liking this i'm liking this uh but yeah. we are, we're at the fan segment so as always we're gonna go ahead and start with the uh question of the week before we get into the top five as we like to
1: say yeah just a heads up too for a fan question uh recently actually since we've been doing it we've been pulling like 10 answers per week that shit is stopping soon right because we we've realized that most of the time on this show gets to eat up on us reading your responses. And most of your responses are the same as the other responses. So we're going to probably pick between f- like five now. So write something good if you want to yeah, make that, it I mean, that, that's kind of the new requirement. Yeah, Nick, Nick's a hard
0: ass. I, I, I don't deny it. He is right. We need to cut that down just a bit uh this week it would have been a big deal and we, we still have you know 10 or more because it was a slower week but it's something we got to clean up uh it'd be nice to get back to maybe doing the battle bracket i'm not kidding i think that the marvel
1: star the marvel Wars, versus star Wars. yeah i think that's that's something good. you should kick and around And if i here's here's what i'll do if i make it and if scarlet witch goes out in the first round i'm stopping the bracket yeah just
0: for trolls i, I don't yeah yeah because yeah, you did you you did kind of lay the cards out there who who you think is the number one yeah um, <laughs> like yeah, I will cut it um, off I, I uh, we we do get good reaction even though I, I post them the morning of the show these days uh, but yeah. there is a lot it's a lot of our, our our super fans who we love I mean we you know the 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 lemas the the tones the sir dorks the the Darth hideouses
1: we love all of you guys yes. and we, we say your name as much as we need to but uh, we don't need to dedicate half of our show right, to it. so um, <laughs> you know
0: hopefully we'll be picking some newer people try to convince other non-hardcore Star Wars time show fans to get in on it yeah, we. All, I, I I typically tip everyone off in the Discord uh, on Tuesday mornings to let them know it's there. Once that happens, mm-hmm. you you disseminate it to other Star Wars minded people on IG. Let, let's kind of get a a mix of people, get them introduced to the show. Right, I'm always asking all of you to go out and be our disciples to 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 preach the gospel of the SWTs to try to bring more to our flock. We are the shepherds. You are our sub shepherds. Okay, so flock it up. <sighs> but without further ado, here's our, our the the last edition of the extended version the extended, of the fan yeah. question of the week. The question this week was, and I clearly still have animated Star Wars on the brain. I I, I considered throwing something Marvel Star Wars in there, but I, I I blanked out on that one. Went with this. So what? animated star wars character do you want to see in live action form next explain <laughs>
1: all right i'll take some of the first few stories here nick this should be the only one like you said to me previously this should be the only response <laughs> that we read
0: <laughs> yeah so this one here is um it's danger for breakfast i'm not sure what their handle is because i mean obviously you can have a name of who you are and your handle yeah. but anyways danger for breakfast and they even sent screenshots it was perfect uh, perfect work here great way to get yourself mentioned on the show
1: this is the level of response yes. that we're looking for this is awesome <laughs> so th- this
0: person says the animated characters i most want to see in real life are luke and leia from the 78 holiday special when they were rolling on molly <laughs> and, and if you're on the live stream you got to check out the, the the pictures he sent, and he's not kidding. Like they either did eat a ton of MDMA or uh, acid, or have eaten nothing but space fungus for yeah. the seventy eight holiday special, because their eyes are so blown out and their pupils are dilated. <laughs> <I>
1: Luke's mean- <laughs> eyes in that first shot—it looks like he just ate a whole bag of mushrooms yes. and is like staring into a mirror yeah, he, no he just
0: what he's seeing right now nick is he is seeing the meaning of life that's that look yeah. like he is yeah through hallucinations luke skywalker has figured out the meaning of life he's going to give up his quest to take down the empire <laughs> and he is going back to tatooine to grow fungus on a moisture farm
1: yeah, he, uh, he even the middle—the middle one middle looks Jedi, like
0: R two D two or C three PO stuck something up his ass without him knowing. I know, right? I mean, like, like, like,
1: oh, I don't know who did the animation <laughs> on this, but this shit is so fucked. It's awesome. Oh like, God, I mean, th- this is man. why the
0: seventy eight holiday special is such a classic because it is yeah. just you, you when you know the level of of care and control George kind of had over Star Wars until he let it go.
1: The fact that this kind of got out there is is hilarious. I think that this this happened in like the post, you know, episode four, New Hope, like explosion, and George was just like, yeah, he's like fucked up all the time. Yeah, he had like a bunch, a bunch of offers were coming, in. he's like, yes,
0: no, yes, yes, do it, approved, no, go, Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, George, it's a fucking holiday special with wonky looking cartoons and. Real shitty looking Wookiee costumes. He's like, Do I get
1: licensing paid for it? Yes.
0: They're like, Yes. All right. Yes, let's Mr. do Rooka it. Should do. <laughs> Sign me up. And by the way, <laughs> make sure to get in Mark Carey and Harrison's contract that they have to participate. Yes. Yeah, or They're not allowed in the sequel. <laughs> like, he was going to cut them out of Empire if they didn't do this. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, all
1: so right. that was, that was a fantastic. That was great. Answer.
0: Great one from Danger for Breakfast. Uh, up next, uh, this is our buddy SW Black yep. Series Clips. Uh, the up-and-coming stop-motion animator I talked about last week yep. uh, even put out a fantastic stop-stop uh, stop animation short for a giveaway uh, they were doing. So I, I'm not—I mean, while Nova is in the Discord, he he is amongst the disciples of the SWTs. I'm not just blowing smoke. to blow smoke. I genuinely appreciate what this guy does uh, with his toys and, and the art form he has chosen to portray them in. Uh, But he kind of touches on something we, or a character we were talking about earlier, and we got a few of these. Uh, But he goes with Hondo. We know he's Mm -hmm. still around, up to TLJ at least, because of his Galaxy's Edge appearances. I could definitely see him involved in a Mando episode or the Ahsoka series. Yeah. And 100%, especially because of what I just said, They went. Dave went out of his way, just like he went out of his way to get his wolves into the show (laughs) on the last season. He went out of his way... To make a clear connection between hondo and ezra that was unlike any other connection between hondo and other main characters like i yeah. said in episode 14 hondo's a pirate he just wants money he wants jobs to get him paid him and melch the little Ugnot he has with him who's mm-hmm. fantastic but he does say i will do anything for that kid uh, so I, I think Hondo in Ahsoka or Mando, if, if you know, if Ezra and fuck if Ezra's coming back in live action form, I will I will fall on that sword. All right, I, I'm I'm committing to that. Our sources have said. There we go. But yeah, I think Hondo paired up again with uh, either some of the res uh, the rebels, Sabine, Ezra, Hera uh, makes great great sense. So we're with you.
1: Yes. Um, all right. So. Next up, we have our response from Sir Dork Seven Three Zero. Here he says, "The obvious choice are the rest of the Rebels cast. Sabine, Ezra, and Hera are such important characters to this era of Star Wars, and they need to have their stories finished." Yeah, I mean that. You know, Matt was touching on that a little yeah. bit just with Hondo, but and we touched on it with the opening segment on Rebels. But yes, I agree that all yeah, of just, these characters. I just want to reinforce
0: that Sabine has a clear, committed, dedication. To finding Ezra, she—I yeah. mean, she says as much. He told me he's counting on me, and now I think I know why.
1: So yeah, and and obviously Hera has a lot of stories to be told. I was going to well. say, like the the only one that's like question mark for the Ahsoka series in particular is Hera, but I think that she has as me, as much reason to be in it as any of the other Rebels cast. So.
0: I, I mean, I've been thinking about that. I think Hera is primed for the Rangers. Uh, I, yeah. I think she makes way more sense for Rangers than Ahsoka. I mean, she could potentially be teased in Ahsoka for... With
1: Rangers, especially since Rangers is probably going to be a little focused on, like, the formation of... Of the New Republic, I mean... Of, yeah, the New Republic, and then, like, specifically, like, this, this, like, you know... Sheriffs and like the the outer, yeah. You know, I'm, the outer I'm going territory with right of off the bat. Trapper and and who is it? Was it Carson? The the pilots
0: from yeah. season two. They're they're a part of that force. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hera is a a general at this point in time, maybe an admiral. I mean, she is a a genius when it comes to uh, the New Republic Navy. Like she maybe wasn't quite there with Thrawn, but pretty fucking close in terms of her strategy. And she's probably a better pilot than him. Like he even says probably, like yeah. hair is one of the best pilots he's ever seen. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think hair for Rangers would make a good fit that they could be her Rangers for yeah. all, for all intents and purposes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Tong right, now, I saw him Tong- in here. I
0: don't know if he's still here, but he was in the live stream.
1: Yeah. All right. He says Thrawn, he's live action canon now. Should it should have been the protagonist in the sequel trilogy and is now uh, time for redemption. Absolutely no reason why the original Tim Zon trilogy shouldn't have remained canon, apart from Thrawn's death. Well, I mean that's a pretty big reason <laughs> uh, to to them see to them see him Mar- slash marriage aid at all on the big screen. Um, still torn on who to play him, though. Still lean towards Jason Isaacs, but I actually think Michael Fassbender would be another great option. You know what?
0: They're, I, I I can almost guarantee they may use was it Mads.
1: Mads, Mads Mickelson. Mickelson, yeah. the
0: guy that voiced him in the show?
1: Well, Mads Mikkelsen, I mean, the big problem there is Mads Mickelson was, what's his name? Galen Ursa. No,
0: that's, uh, maybe I'm talking about the, the wrong brother then, but uh, let me look it up here.
1: Yeah, because Mads Ron was.
0: voice act, there we go. Lars, my bad. Lars
1: um they could he's got he's definitely got a bit of a Thrawn look to him yeah I mean they they could probably they might have to throw some prosthetics on the on the brow you know yeah but you could pull he could definitely pull off a Thrawn look he's got the same shape of face right um I mean I I think I've got an image up maybe it's the one you're looking at where they they compare Lars's face to animated Thrawn so yeah that's that's the one I'm looking at as well so yeah I think that that could definitely happen uh, I think that's a good call. I, I mean, just have a feeling that, they, they may stay in
0: house with Thrawn, just like they did with Bo.
1: Yeah. The two that, that Tong calls out specifically Isaacs and Fastbender, which mean, Fastbender's, he's too much. Like, I think that Fastbender would come in to do like, you know, a, a cameo or like a like Like an Oliphant
0: role. You're, I mean, he's yeah. almost too good looking to be
1: a, a main Star Wars character. Yeah, like he can't. I don't think he's going to stay in for an extended period of time. If you're going to have Thrawn, he would be a multi-episode arc. Isaacs, I, I, I think so. I think Isaacs would be a good choice as well. But I think if, if Lars doesn't do it, then um, Isaacs would be a good choice. Well, you know, follow-up. Isaacs
0: has a tie to Rebels as well. He, he's the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor.
1: Oh, he was the voice for the Grand yeah. Inquisitor. Well, there you go. That's not bad, too. Bring him in. Um, so, yeah, good response no, there. But, by uh, but, I
0: mean, Tong, we, we I mean, Tong. Isaac's Fassbender, Benedict, I think that's who uh, Blaine w- has casted. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these names pop up, but I, I just have a feeling that Lars, they, they may do what they did with Bo and just roll right into the actual voice actor becoming the yeah. live action actor. Makes
1: sense. All uh, right. Next up, Lima Four says Sabine Wren. She seems to be the one that would be in the logical progression path of existing and upcoming shows. Um, Right. He says, you know, Mando and Ahsoka. She has a colorful background. Does that qualify as a pun? Sure. Uh Yeah, she's a painter. Because of her hair. She's she's an artist. Um, But developed and matured a lot over the course of the Rebel storyline. Plus, I wouldn't complain having another Star Wars princess that's easy on the eyes on screen. I like the way (laughs) Liam is
0: thinking. And he still is. He is the scholar of Star Wars time show fan responses,
1: very uh, well. I mean, he uses like there. IEs
0: and shit correctly, yeah. and and, and yeah. actual punctuation, parentheses.
1: Yeah, That's no, crazy. Very, very well written. Um, but yeah, I think you know, like we were saying before, Sabine is kind of oh, yeah. in that. That I'm, I'm, I'm so saying it right part. now. We're gonna see Sabine
0: and Ezra and Ahsoka. If we don't, I'll be very surprised.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Next up zane reeves visions or zane reese visions fives he says he was a prime example of what an arc trooper should strive to be like and it would be cool to see him and maybe a flashback maybe we'd possibly see him giving a similar speech that colt gave to the cadets saying how his squad barely passed and giving that kind of he's motivation talking about it's it's guy. a
0: very I, I guess it's a sp- a fairly iconic episode in the se- first season of Clone Wars where you got like this batch of clones that are kind of fuck-ups, right? Yeah. And and they, they can't really work together as a squad, but by the end of the episode, some shit happens. Grievous is essentially, I believe, attacking Kamino. They they figure it all out. So I, I know what he's saying.
1: Yeah. I think it would be, yeah, you know.
0: At any, least he, I mean, at least at, he nailed at this down, point- it would have to be a flashback. Like, there's really no, yeah, no way to get this done. This is fucking
1: toast. But I mean, any any clone trooper would be easy to get in there because Tamir is just on the payroll at this Damn point. Damn straight. And I'm sure he'd be <laughs> like, just, fuck yeah, sign me up, <laughs> man. That's, it's like, sure, what do you got to do? You got to put a scar on your That's another their face, credit go for and,
0: it. and that's another royalty check eventually coming down the line for a role. Yeah. So let's do easy, it. All right. Thank easy. you, Zane. I'll take this uh, quick one here yeah. from Corona 4. Nate, he's, he goes, Cadbane or Hondo? No explanation necessary. Um, there and, we go. And we could leave it at that. I already talked about Hondo, yeah. but. I think there is a path for Cad Bane if, if I mean, that Clone toaster. Wars episode clearly is not going to get put out there, the, the one where we see him die. Uh, so there there is potential for that. And Cad clearly would be a, a perfect character for Book of Boba. Book of Boba, really? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, really? That, <laughs> that would be the, the it best It seemed one like those go. two were eventually headed towards a, a kind of an antagonistic relationship. Yeah. All right. Next up, Impala Austin, uh, the runner of Big the TikToker, Amish. a.k.a. the Big Amish, Big who Amish. likes to 69.
1: Yeah, he says, I would say Ahsoka, but hey, we got that. Next on the list is Savage Press, hands down. Yeah, He is a menacing beast, and he is one of those terrifying bad guys, not to mention how extra menacing he would be in live action. He'd bring a lot of good film content to the table. Yeah, I mean, he's dead. Um, so it would have to be in, like, if you're doing a live action Thing within that clone wars time period um or if you're working in flashbacks and like a a mall kind of yeah i, I think someone else thing. uh propositioned
0: uh savage and and I, I, yeah it'd be great i'd just cast a fucking rock right you know fucking yeah he's already got he's got to shave head put some horns yeah. on him he's already tanked up um the fuck was i gonna say all right delete yeah
1: Delete, Deleted. move on. <laughs>
0: there's two deletes in right, one
1: cast. This is not we good. Got, uh, we got like a, a run of short answers here. So this is Passage to Alderaan. Says, Cad Bane, for the simple reason, I want a figure of him. There's already a figure Well, of him. he is a Passage,
0: Passage is a 1-6 scale only shooter. Oh, he's, so a, he's only he's a 1-6. He's
1: going for the Barbie style. Okay, so there's not a figure for him then. Uh, but yeah, Cad, we talked about him. Clearly can work in, could work in Mando, could work in Book of Boba. Uh Sean Forney, good friend of the show. All of Rebels and Ventress. Uh yeah, yeah specifically Rebels, Ventress. Ventress, hell yeah. I know uh Ventress in Live Action. Our our PR
0: associate, he, he threw some stuff up there about Ventress. He's still trying to get red on the fan question of the week. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, he makes some good points. Uh one point that Spencer does make about Ventress is that she's, you know, she's one of these powerful users that wasn't necessarily afraid to use. Uh, you know, sex, her, her appearance yeah. to get what she needed. So, and I, I I loved how Asajj was portrayed throughout the Clone Wars. I mean, hardcore disciple of the dark side with Dooku, they turn on her. She eventually almost becomes like a bounty hunter of sorts and, and helps Ahsoka there in the end. So yeah. Mercenary. And of, I believe, yeah. I mean, she's, she's still kicking around, right? I mean, Ventress doesn't have a a closed storyline through clone
1: wars. Yeah, she's she's not okay. she's not dead from what we can tell yeah. unless she died in like a novel. Right. I think she might have Yeah, fuck that. No one Ooh. reads the book. I don't anyways. know. I don't know cuz there was a there's a novel, there was a venturous novel out there called Dark Disciple, but I don't know if that took place po- post clone wars and she died in it or not. Taylor actually read that and I didn't interesting enough hey, look at that uh and she was a big fan of it she was a big fan of that book it was her and quinlan voss the the jedi had a relationship together like a sexual relationship together um all right gt rain cad bane clint eastwood's evil space twin yep I like talked that. about that I like one. that and then uh um, ripick tan had the, yeah. the the hondo again the
0: captain jack sparrow of the galaxy that, that is a good way to uh, yeah, uh, describe hondo good. like he is a pirate but he's he's kind of a fuck up he tries to do the right thing but in the end he also always tries to get paid uh so yeah i think that works
1: yeah all right next up is from the angry jawa i like that name uh savage oppress. again this is what i wanted to say so yeah. um all right
0: old architect clarifying uh, did not she does, she not, does not die, die, die in the book thank you <laughs> this is another Savage one, but th- this, I think this is what I was trying to relate to you about him is, because what the angry Jawa says is if they ever do a sequel series to solo male, AKA Maul <laughs> could tell Kira about his life
1: and Savage could be shown in a flashback. That, yeah, yeah. I think flashback that's a, that's a great
0: like that. scenario there.
1: Yeah. I mean, fuck. If he was able to find a night sister, he could just resurrect the Motherfucker. There you go. It really wouldn't make a difference. You could just bring him back to life. There you go. Find Marin. Um, so good. Good one there by Angry Jawa. Next up is no, right. Jurassic I to get a Star Park here. Wars. Yeah. He says none animated characters <laughs> should remain animated. <laughs> <laughs> and then Utani uh, Toy he says, gets, gets finally, agreement. someone understands. <laughs> and then Django with the head says, why? There we go. I was um, hoping I was hoping to get a comment fight going, but I think it died right there. So I, I mean, yeah, I just threw
0: this in there to be a jerk
1: off. But I mean, you could. It was like whatever. I mean, I don't see the reason why you wouldn't. Clearly, it worked pretty well with Ahsoka, but whatever. You just right, got next up. You
0: just got to. Sh- I, sometimes I like highlighting just like how ridiculous. Some things
1: are yeah. in, the, in the fandom. Keep them <laughs> animated. So should we not ever animate live action characters right. either? Should like all of Clone Wars be deleted? Right. Because those were cl- uh, live action exactly. characters that like, were animated. Live a- or animated Obi-Wan. You can only go one way. Ooh,
0: one. animated Obi-Wan. Loser.
1: All right. Hey, we got right, a, a
0: female. That's always a
1: bonus. Yeah. Here. A new a new uh, commenter and it's a female commenter. So Laura Minigar. She says, with all the Rebels possibilities that Ahsoka presents, would love to see Hondo thrown in the mix. Not sure his species lifespan, but always thoroughly enjoyed him in the CW and Rebels. Hey, maybe he'll help out Ezra in live action too. Right there. there.
0: Laura is, she's on the same plane as me. She knows immediately Rebels possibilities and Ahsoka
1: and Hondo's tie to them. So excellent, excellent And then just on, on his lifespan, he's a weak way... So he's got he's got a long lifespan. Like I, I, he's like a walking, you know, he's, not full on like lizard person like the transdotion. But look at that leathery
0: skin. I mean, they, they look like they look like some motherfuckers that can live through some shit.
1: Yeah. So what's the show time? Says Amish. Uh, I got We're him. at like I got two him. hours and eleven minutes. Yep. Um. All right. So there we go. Um. Forced discuss forced discussions. Says I like that fucking. I like that name. Uh, maybe Princess Kanisa uh, from the Ewok TV series. She was daughter of the Chief, uh, super cute, and a great warrior in the Battle <laughs> of Endor. Hashtag joking. I mean, hey, you know. I, I would like to see some more Ewok characters brought in. I know that there's some fucking haters in there. Um, you know, some people that, that really hated the, uh, the Ewoks from ROTJ. I don't know why. They were too kiddy, maybe, but fuck yeah. Bring back in another Ewok character. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, these motherfuckers are warriors. You could have a, a, an Ewok kind of interact with Dan Along in The Mandalorian. I hey, think bro, all
0: you got to do is look at South p 24s Instagram page to see how badass Ewoks are.
1: Okay? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he's got... I think he just did one this week, and maybe I shared it, but it's... it's I think it's... Who is it? Paplu and one of the other ones that have re- released literally ripping a scout trooper in half at the waist and chewing on his intestines that's what the (laughs) ewoks
1: do that's why i love the ewoks always have always will south p bringing it home all right all right so that's the that's the end of this the the fan question responses for this week next week like we said we will be paring it down so if you're going to respond please i mean please do respond um we hope that this doesn't dissuade people from responding because we're picking less answers we just want to pick stuff that has a little bit more substance to it a little bit more thought behind it and there's the um, uh i i I had the page up when we were
0: talking about the lars and thron but i had slack in front of it so no one saw that so if you if you're just coming in like (laughs) rust belt collector hey look there we go lars is going to be
1: thron and this that and the other thing there we go but Russ Bell, you came in just in time for the the closeout segment of the show, which is the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. And this week we are also going to have Matt break down one of his more oh recent no, shots. I'm, gonna say, okay. I'm not going to say it's a most recent shot because it's 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 not, you know, in the in the set he just released this week. But it is one of the more recent shots. Hey, I want so.
0: someone, before we get into this, I want someone to either create a medal or a trophy for me that says Matt made it a whole show without having to pee. We we are flying through that. We're two hours and 15 minutes in. And, so. and I can feel it. Like the prostate, it's, it's starting to push, right? There might be some dribble, dribbling going on, but I'm doing it. I'm not getting out of this seat. This is going to be the first time... Probably since we did
1: the live streams where I've made it without taking a piss. Yeah, and look, man, this is a good one too. We we were trying to keep this one shorter than our usual runtime, and we're gonna do it. We're this is this is gonna be a twenty minute segment here. If we go longer than twenty minutes, somebody shoot me. Um, <laughs> and he's in Texas, so you better watch out yeah, what you ask it's for. Like, there's a lot of gun. There's a gun just laying in the middle of the street by my house. I don't even know whose it is. It's probably the little kids. <laughs> yes, it's the kid next door. Um, all right, so. First up for the top five this week is at Darth underscore Bev. I believe this is a first time uh, oh, well, top five. Uh, Darth
0: Bev has multiple. There's Lord Bev, oh. Darth Bev. Okay. Uh, so I, don't, I don't know
1: who's who. They're a part of this, like the, the Sorry Track Alliance. They're great, Galactic great Galactic historian, also known as Lord Bev. See? So Lord Bev is the bigger account. It's 17,000 yeah, followers. Lord and Darth, Darth Bev, Bev,
0: they're the most... Productive accounts on Instagram. I'm talking like 80 shots a week or something, it that seems is like.
1: Insanity. Um, but anyway, what we have here is an awesome uh, like Matt says, awesome uh mall shot. This is using the Hot Toys mall. Yeah, this is a so solo the, mall. The solo inspired mall. Yep. And I mean, really, yes, this figure is fucking amazing. Obviously, this is gonna enhance the quality of your shot because the quality of the figure higher but i mean even the work that 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 Bev did here with the atmospheric effects yep. the the posing the the post processing flare. i think the post processing on the lightsaber is is clutch like that lens flare and the little bits of like bokeh that are coming yeah, off of that's the that's a lightsaber. good call there nick and for In-header. someone that doesn't do this you actually pointed out something that's difficult at least
0: to my lowly educated post processing ass And red lightsabers, especially when it's a light scene in terms of Mm -hmm. it's a fairly bright scene, are tough because they want to go pink. They wash out. Like red color, when you got to do it with a glow, washes out when the overall tone of the uh, image is bright. Like this one is. Like you got, you know, bright lights in the background. You got the bright lights over there in the bottom right. Um, So yeah, I I mean, there, there are times where I will spend way too long trying to get a red lightsaber to look the appropriate red in my mind to where I'm comfortable to share it now I've done a few shots of this guy too and sitting down and I probably won't share them now because Darth Bev did a better sitting down <laughs> shot uh i i just like nick said to me it's it's the atmosphere it's it's almost Mm -hmm. oversaturated atmosphere where it's even washing over the subject's face kind of washing it out a bit but i i like it it's like yeah you know maul was he's been sitting in there you know smoking some spice getting ready to call kira and and be like
1: yo hey what's up what's up you just fucking wasted my guy what are we doing (laughs) yeah this is right before he calls her at the end of solo so Um, Good shit here at Darth underscore Bev on IG. Well done. Next up is our good buddy a Sith load of Lego with a... I mean all of his shots are quality but like you know, just the fact that that he can take these little bits of plastic Lego pieces and make them look emotional and alive like this shot here. This is I mean, this is essentially a scene recreation from the end of Clone War season seven, where we see Vader in the snow on the planet where the 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 Imperial cruiser crashed with all the graves of the the dead uh, clone troopers there. So, and you see Vader, his saber ignited, kind of looking up in the sky in the snow, covered in snow I mean, it's just a really good shot, a very evocative shot that uses Legos to kind of bring that emotion out. So I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, very I,
0: um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Lego photographers. Uh, it's because of people like a Sith load of Lego, Tong Wars, uh, Lego Trooper 89, Brick Panda. I, I mean, the, the the shit they do with these little things. And, and I become a huge, I guess you'd call me a Lego collector. I mean, I, I just went out and. Last week we we now own the Disney Castle set and the uh roller coaster set, which are both like okay, expert yeah. level four, or five thousand
1: piece sets. See so, dude, if you can do that, then you can do uh then you can do painting, mini no, painting. No, no, dude. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what to tell you. I just
0: it's too precise at least with the legos things don't get too small i have a feeling when i have to build the chain for the roller coaster uh shit may get a little squirrely then uh but so far i, I i'm enjoying the lego but kind of back to a sith load of lego like nick said i mean these things uh, unless you buy some of these custom deals or if you rip their arms out and use tack uh, to stick arms in positions you want i i mean these are as limited in their um posability as possible uh, I'd say Funko Pops are the only thing less articulated than a Lego minifigure. Yeah, um, and it is just just kind of, as Nick said, making these little things feel live. And I've I, that's what I've been telling him. You know, it's a good toy shot when you look at it and you either feel the the emotion of the shot, or or you feel whatever the character is thinking or feeling themselves. Uh, and he is not wrong with this a Sith load of Lego shot. Beautiful. Plus, it's fucking Vader. It's yeah. darkly lit. You got some, you know, snow flurries coming down there. Maybe some crack cocaine on the helmet. It, um, yeah, it just looks great. It, it, I love Vader. And any version of Vader. I've got a Vader bathroom downstairs where I've Vader <laughs> dolls. I got a Vader cookie jar that stares at me when I take a leak. I love the guy.
1: There we go. So a Sith load of Lego with a period between each word of that yeah. on Instagram. Hey, dot, Sith, dot, load, dot, of, dot, Lego. There we go. Um, next up is K Merolz, K-M-E-R-O-L-Z-Z-Z-Z on IG. And she's one of our real ass painters. And she did a real ass painting version of the Mythos Obi-Wan yep. figure from, uh, what was it? Sideshow. Sideshow I mean, and yeah. this is just fucking incredible work. Agreed. Uh, I mean, this this is like spot on to what the actual figure looks like. I don't know if she is also a collector. I don't know if she's, uh, you know, somebody who, who, who sees these new figures coming out, if she collects them or if she just uses them for inspiration in her art. But I mean, like this is almost dead on to the exact pose that that Sideshow initially uh, revealed the mythos Obi-Wan to. Um so I mean it's just fucking incredible work that she did here. Yeah, I I'm, um, I'm
0: on her page Nick scrolling through it and and what she describes is like some of the inspirations for this shot as Nick said it's just it's pimp. I mean it's a, it's a great kind of animated hmm. looking Obi-Wan but done in that Mythos Obi-Wan uh, figure state yeah Uh, but what she says i mean she's clearly a huge fan um i drew this back when the that galaxy of adventures animation came out and also when i saw the mythos figure so if i if you're on the live stream looking this is the uh galaxy of of adventures kind of image of obi-wan that i guess got her uh creative juices flowing then obviously and then here is the Uh, figure oh no this is just a full-on mythos
1: statue yeah that is just the full mythos so it's like she mixed the look of the mythos
0: but using some of the animated almost anime style of galaxy of adventures to create the um just a fantastic
1: looking real ass art piece of this mythos obi looking at her work and then in comparison to the to the to the obi that we see in galaxy of adventures they should just hire her to do the art for Galaxy of I know. Adventures. I know it's, I know it's different because you have to animate and everything like that. But I mean, her style. Yeah, make her the concept fits,
0: artist or something. Yeah,
1: it, it fits so well with what they were doing with Galaxy of Adventures. I would love to see like her like. You know, I more. I think they
0: still do those, Nick. But because it's on Star Wars Kids and you no longer get notifications. Or they weren't even just putting out them. notifications when it moved to kids. I, I just don't know when they ever get released anymore. So. Yeah.
1: But uh, I mean, her, her style just fits perfectly for that type of work, that type of Star Wars. Before we move,
0: I, I know you're, you're trying to do this for me, but <laughs> do you, with how popular this version of Obi-Wan has become, do you see Deborah or, or someone in that show maybe styling him a bit like this or that's, it's Mythos Obi and then there's Obi-Obi?
1: Hmm. But I mean, do, do I we do we do we even maybe maybe in his
0: hovel do we do we see his armor maybe sitting somewhere?
1: I think we could, and i like I don't think that these creators, especially the creators, like deborah and 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 Dave and John and stuff like that, I don't think that they like are oblivious to what's happening elsewhere. I think that they do take heavy inspiration. That's what from I mean. Like just, just like a little
0: there. egg or a tip of the hat to this version of Obi-Wan that, that's been out there in this mythos universe that popped up over the years when, you know, toy makers, comic creators or whoever needed to get content out there because there was nothing being made. Yeah,
1: I think that they could use it for sure. Yeah, it's like, I, or maybe
0: I, they at least, you know, they give them a gaffy stick or, or, or a, a sand people rifle. Something from this version of Obi, I believe, will make it into Kenobi.
1: Yeah, I agree. All I right. agree. Good stuff. All right. Next up, we have another Lego shot. And I love this one. This is from 030079AR. This is from Ray. And this like he basically made his own lego poster for the star wars clone wars series and what we see is ayla Sakura, lightsaber ignited flanked by clone troopers on all sides and they're standing on a battlefield it, it looks like on naboo i didn't say can it looks look like in the background naboo. and and see like the the naboo style buildings and there's just like a full battle playing out but this perfectly posed poster shot for Clone Wars, using these Lego figures, I mean, this 100%. is just fucking incredible work. Yeah, Ray, uh, I mean, he is a
0: master of the practical setup, but then enhancing the living shit out of it in post with the digital stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would imagine he he might have had Isla and and the troopers, and then everything else is is digital. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but I mean, always, I mean, just like super intense looking lego scenes usually action oriented uh just very dynamic lego shots for again very static little plastic figures yeah yeah uh i mean it's and just they almost look like the cartoon like lego show right like, like i was like gonna it's a say lego like cartoon. this almost
1: looks like this is gonna be like a cartoon series right. or something that's exactly where i was going or like a lego animated series uh it's just fucking incredible the way that he can put together these action scenes that look so incredible using legos one of one of the best lego scene creators if you will out there yeah so give him a follow if you haven't already zero three zero zero seven nine ar on instagram i know it's a it's like a i don't know what any of these numbers mean i don't know if ray has told us at any point what these numbers mean (laughs) but it's, it's it's weird I mean, um, m-
0: maybe he owns 30,079 assault rifles. I have no idea. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Who knows? It could be. Um, last up in the top five this week is Scott Blind at Scott.Blind on Instagram. And we see Plo Koon here on the battlefield cutting down some B1s. And I really like this shot because it is almost like a... I don't know. It's not really like a fisheye lens, but it's like a, like somebody is taking a picture of this action happening. Like you can see kind of like this... Yeah, dude, this, it's like feathering on the outside of the shot. I know someone that commented on this because I think this one got
0: some decent heat. Yeah, three sixty five, three sixty five, not yeah. enough, but decent. But someone commented like, I-, "I thought this was a Hot Toys." And Scott, he's another at Haywood Pop personal fave. The guy just his shots are always super sharp, crisp looking, uh very action oriented. Like he's a great action poser. Uh, But I also like uh, the the lighting and the the ultimate finish he puts on his shots. And and this is one of his best. I mean, just a fantastic, like, swiping action pose from Plo uh, going after a a B1. You got, I don't know if he was using baking soda, flour, whatever, to create the, you know, snow droplets or water droplets that reflected in the light. Uh, But Scott's just, he's, he's, He's he's excellent at his staging, posing, lighting, and the finish.
1: Yeah, I mean the pose here almost looks like he cuts down this this B one. He's getting ready to like jump yeah, off. To the Yeah, he's still side, moving. Like, uh, it's it's like yeah. Scott caught him mid slash, and he
0: he's going to either you know Jedi jump or Jedi run to the next target. Yeah, uh, and, and Scott snapped that moment in time perfectly. I mean, nice crisp looking face on plo. It's just a badass shot. I mean that. Plo, if you got him or if you haven't shot him yet, he is one of the more fun characters to shoot because of his face. His face is so, I mean, it's interesting. It's detailed. It seems to catch light in in good fashions. Yeah. Um, But like I said, at at Scott Blind, he's another one that I typically usually have three to four shots in the two feature folder, which I didn't kick off, by the way, because we're trying to get through this. But if you're just now (laughs) listening, if you're new to this little shit show, the fan segment of the Star Wars Time Show, to get involved, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. And anytime you go to share something Star Wars, memes, collectibles, toy photography, real ass paint, which is art, Uh, claymation (laughs) stop motion it doesn't matter tag at star wars time show and use hashtag star wars time show and maybe one day you can hear us two non-artistic ass wipes talk about your art on the star wars time show top five fan artist feature
1: segment there we go um this guy this guy gets a shot this guy gets a shot here so this is the haywood pop shot breakdown of the week and oh. I picked out a. <laughs> I, you know, I like this shot. I like how it's got a, a mix of figures in it. And I like the, I like it overall. Right. You know, I know that you hate it, but tell us what we nah, see I mean, here. Matt. I'm not going to say I hate it, but, but I can
0: see that I made a huge mistake right off the bat.
1: Oh, shit. You see how
0: go. the bottom of the photo, it looks like there's a ledge? yeah well there is it's the fucking there's table. ledge like I should have <laughs> cropped that up so it didn't look like there's a fucking ledge right there so that that's issue one like if I was critiquing myself I'd be like dickhead do a better crop pay attention I mean I a lot of times I will shoot and have a bunch of nonsense in in frame because I know I'm gonna crop it down and get the subject where I need it to be clearly this one when I was editing I did not pay attention uh, so that's the first no, no, because it's like, all right, well, would it, would it, is, is there like just a fucking cantina on the edge of a cliff these days
1: or what? <laughs> could be. It could be. There you go. Could be a cliffside cantina. There you go. You just made it. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, that 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 at least throws
0: me off because that's all I look at right now um it's my standard vanilla pose but at this point that's who haywood pop is i'm not going to apologize i'm not going to try and make myself feel any worse than i already do about myself and my toy art anymore uh it is what it is I, i i did this you can tell or i don't know if you can tell but in the background you're getting kind of that dark white light like almost moonlight coming through that's because it was dark outside, and I was trying to to squeeze out one last setup. And by setup, it's like okay, I'll plop the droid here, I'll plop the loath cat here, and CAD, you'll go there, and I'll stick your hand up on see, your. See, I, I
1: like the light. That was one thing that that attracted me to the shot was the lighting because it's not like you don't often see like natural light night shots. Yeah, because it's hard to I, to get the coloration, and it, it's hard to get like a, a well lit enough shot at that point. So I like it. It's almost like a dusk shot. Like, you know, he's walking well, out and it's I,
0: nighttime. I'm outside not, I, I guess I wasn't really making fun of my lighting. Cause that, that is one thing I think that I've gotten okay at it is lighting. That's probably the, one of the things I can somewhat figure out because It doesn't really require imagination. It doesn't require posing. It just requires a lot of back and forth between the shooting table and your viewfinder on the camera to make sure you kind of have the end result you're looking for. Plus, secret, or I'm sure most of you know this, even if your lighting looks a certain way, the moment you start either spraying aerosol on it or using fireworks, that makes the light change completely. Like an aerosol light on on red or on a yellow can make the, the colors look orange. I mean, you never know what you're ultimately going to get. So I don't typically mind my lighting. It's just it, this one, it just doesn't seem it's not a very dynamic shot. It's like, all right, Cad just walked out of a bar and he's sitting there like, all right, who wants to fucking go? Something like that. Whatever.
1: Yeah. But it doesn't um, need to be dynamic, you know? Yeah. You're, you're, you're not a you're not a Jared. You're not a Sir Dork. You're not a uh you're not you know you're not a blind Yeah, i'll take it i mean it's like you know. i said
0: i've i've i'm okay i've come to grips with a lot of my ig stuff i mean when is the last time i'm being serious you heard me on this show bitching and moaning about my reach or, or lack of likes i, I don't care anymore. i just i really have gotten over that i hardly even share on instagram anymore i might be good for two photos a week and i think that 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 it's been nice cuz i was so caught up in the toy photography hustle from 2016 to really to the end of 19 maybe you know early 19 i mean, just it was everything i got to i you know nick i got to have 900 shots on my ipad to process so i can share two shots a day 7 days a week i mean that that that's the cadence i had then it ultimately almost ruined me. I mean, I was, I wasn't taking my time. I wasn't trying as hard. It was just get, get a figure. Oh, a figure showed up, take it out of the box, take a shoot. Next figure, shoot, 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 shoot. It was like, (laughs) all right, well, what the fuck did I just do? Except stand figures in the same spot and take a shot. So I'll take it. I'll take it. It is what it is. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at now. My toy photography, mostly doing the portraits the easy stuff, playing with light, playing with a hand steamer now that I'm indoors. Uh, So life is good. I just hope I get out tomorrow, but I don't know if I will. So I might have to bump this week's shoot to Thursday, but I'm trying to stay committed to one shoot a week at least Uh, because it's been fun. Last week, I even brought the little one down with the promise of I'm not going to freak out and yell at you. I'm going to try to make this somewhat uh, intriguing to you as well. So I had her, you know, help me set up shots. I showed her, well, just because we do this on the table doesn't mean it's going to look a certain way in the camera and she was starting to kind of see how just moving the light down a bit could completely change what it looks like Uh, so it's been fun it's been good to get back to this a bit and not feel so much like an asshole
1: there you go see that's good that's good you're getting to a a a healthy point with your photography again thank you Um, and now you want to you want to
0: slap something else on that's going to give me heartache with doing 3d printing and painting so you you, you just (laughs) want me to die so we stopped doing the star wars (laughs) time show nick's like i just want my fucking tuesdays back bitch (laughs)
1: hey you could save a little money if you did it no shit man i i could understand i understand that the painting is definitely a pain in the ass I i got it um but that's the end of the the matt haywood pop shot breakdown of the week that's the end of the top five and that is the end of the show so matt take us home this is under three hours you there got we go it, buddy
0: holy shit as nick said you have made it to the finish line e148 is getting ready to pass out and possibly pass out drunk but As we always do at this time, we're going to shimmy and shake on over to StarWarsTime.net just to remind either those that forget, or if you're new, hopefully you're new, please be new. We need some new fans. We need more followers. But StarWarsTime.net, that's our home on the internet outside of our YouTube channel. Uh, Over there, you can find all the links you need to the topics we talked about on this episode or past episodes. In fact, you can find all of our past episodes just by clicking on the podcast link at the top if you like what you heard today if you're into a star wars podcast that is for a more uncivilized age then we'd love for you to sub up to a podcast platform of your choice again StarWarsTime.net, or you could also use our link tree on our instagram account which is at Wars time show from there you will see we have a litany of platforms to listen to this slop on so pick one pick them all even better and once you do pick one make sure to rate and review the show now if you're a bigger degenerate and you want to sit around for typically three hours or so on a tuesday we'd love for you to join us on youtube you can also find our youtube link on StarWarsTime.net, or like i said at this point we've been around long enough if you just go to youtube and search the star wars time show or on google search the star wars time show you'll find it and if you find it you may be disappointed at first, but like a good case of crotch rot, we will grow on you over time. All right. We do love all of you. We speak your names. If you're a hardcore Star Wars fan and you like the SWTS, you like the little community we got going, don't forget to join our Discord, which again, you can find uh, through our Instagram link tree bio link. I think we added two new suckers to the Discord last week, so I guess bringing it up reminds people. If you're watching right now on the live stream, you'd really help us by liking this live stream. leaving a comment. Let's let Google know. Let's let the algorithms know that you like the Star Wars Time Show, which means other people should like the Star Wars Time Show. You see how this stuff works? We now have to convince the machines that we like stuff, and other people like us may like it too. So keep those likes going. Keep the comments going. Keep the sharing going. We're getting there. We're over 700. Let's get to 800 by, you know what, March, April. Let's get to 1,000 by my birthday in July. Let's get to 10,000 by December. That'll never happen unless one of us come on here and do something really stupid (laughs) to have it go viral. Like, you know, I I whip out my penis and start flopping it around and talking with my, uh, you know, my member. Uh but one can dream, right? One of these days we will have a 10,000 strong following of the Star Wars time show. Ah. Uh... And why though? Why do we need this following? Well, you guys know it. If you're new, you're hearing it, but there's always time for the Star Wars time show. There's always time for Star Wars time in general. And besides, if you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force, yes, even the Mid that carry it, will be with you, always.